What is going on, people? I am Edgar Otra Vez, and this is the Floro Podcast. Now, I apologize for my voice. It's a little hoarse. It's because I was watching the fights the other night, and I got super excited because I could have sworn Brian Ortega was going to rip Volkanovski's head off. But that all aside, today, my co-host is Cousin Primo, and we have special guest, our friend and horror director, Rick Gavel. And we're going to be talking about the Ghostbusters franchise. Now, we don't only just talk about Ghostbusters. We talk about He-Man. We talk about horror movies, Hellraiser, etc. We are the kings of the Segway. Anyway, if you're new to the show, make sure you go to our website, theflowrollpodcast.com, where you'll get all the nonsense to get a complete catalog of all our episodes and a store where you can buy some wall art you can get a you know a coffee mug etc make sure you follow us on instagram under the name the floral so anyway we have a good time on this podcast man we guess we get super deep super super deep on the ghostbusters lore so i hope you enjoy it here's this show Welcome to another episode of the Floral Podcast. This is Edgar Otraves. And today on the show, I have my co-host, not my cousin Primo. Oh, wait, not, not my cousin. My cousin Primo. Not my cousin Primo. No, 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 no. <laughs> cousin Primo. I have to edit I don't, that out. I don't, I don't even want to say Primo. I, don't, I, got, I got everybody mixed up there. Yeah, I, <laughs> I got not my cousin Dan on, the, on my mind because he's not here. <laughs> but um, anyway, I'm just getting him snack. I'm sure I'll hear about it later. But anyway, uh, so I got cousin Primo on. And I have our special guest back, a uh, horror director and uh, a horror aficionado, uh, Rick Gavel. Thank you. Man. How's he doing, man? All right. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was, <laughs> I was trying not to mess anything else up. <laughs> he's, he's running into his head like, okay. Yeah, I don't like right? being very careful. <laughs> How do you process his name? Don't mess it up. <laughs> Don't call him Richard. No. <laughs> Dick, no. Anything is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse. It's mm-hmm. And um, so uh, today on the show, we're going to be talking about Ghostbusters and uh, whatever other topics may arise. Um, but so you guys went ahead and watched both movies. Both and the 2016 version. And the 2016. You watched the, the 2016 version with, with the female cast? I watched the first two. I watched the making of documentary, but I I saw the 2016 one years ago, but I didn't see it recently. So you're more, better versed at the yes. one than I am. Yeah, I'll have to admit, I have been doing a lot of editing and a lot of other stuff. I have not gotten a chance to watch the movies. So I'm going to... I'm gonna rely on on you guys to to keep me straight on this one, uh-huh. but um, but I also want to talk about like the cartoons too. Oh, okay. Because uh, I I've mentioned the cartoons before on the show, right? Because uh, I think they're dope. Um, I, I think I think the 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 cartoons are, are not only a good expansion of the like the the world, right? But it they stand really well on their own, you know, in some places. And uh, but anyway. So, uh, where did you guys want to start? Well, let's start where it all started. With number one? With number one. Yeah. And how, to tell you the truth, it really wasn't even going to be a Ghostbuster movie. Oh, so was it you who told me or was it or was it Rick? I think it was Rick. Probably yeah, say. about 
Uh, so about the original script yeah. and all that mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. So yeah, that's part of the notes that I wrote here, that, that Dan Aykroyd wrote the original um, script, which was over 500 pages long. <laughs> mm. And it was set in the future. 500 pages. Over, so that's like... This, this, five, what, what, what's this, 500 minutes? How many hours? 500 minutes is a long fucking time. <laughs> so, so it was a 500-page plus script uh-huh. set in the future in outer space in which <laughs> ghost-busting companies were like exterminators. There were a dime a dozen. Oh, wow. And, right. the, and the premise was the Ghostbusters were in competition with these other groups. And they fought ghosts and aliens and monsters and things like that. Uh-huh. So that was like the original concept. And then uh, for the documentary I watched, that his, when he wrote it, his original idea was him, John Belushi, and Eddie Murphy. Right. So hold up. Let this guy take a sweater off. off. He's, he's like over here fucking the fucking sound oh, up. He yeah, he's going to review it. Oh, what you got? <laughs> Let me see the shirt. Oh, uh, look at that. You see, he just had to make it about himself. <sighs> he, had to, <laughs> he just had to pull attention away. We're sitting there squiggling around in his sweater, you know. It's hot. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's cool with the purple and the pink. Yeah, the purple and the pink. That's very uh, masculine of you. Yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> so anyway, you were saying? It was it was Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, and Eddie Murphy. Uh-huh. And... John Belushi passed away while he was writing it. So his next go-to was Bill Murray. But the Slimer character was fashioned after John Belushi as an homage. That's amazing. That's amazing. So if you remember from Animal House when he's stuffing his face with the Jello, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same kind of technique when he was munching on the hot dogs in that one scene. They kind of tried to capture the same exact Oh, wow. Yeah. I remember you telling me because you and I went to go see Candyman together, right. and we spent like an hour after the movie yeah. talking about all kinds of shit. But like, like we sat outside in the parking lot, yeah. and I was right. sitting on I was sitting on like on on the trunk of my car, and we were just chatting away, talking about like all the horror things that were in Candyman, and then we started talking about Ghostbusters, and this is one of the things he told me about. Yeah, but goddamn, that's crazy, man. Yeah, and so and then when he uh, he uh, Ivan Reitman, the director, got brought in. And I, you know, he pitched his idea to him, and Ivan Reitman's like, "You got to cut all that down to like ninety minutes somehow." Yeah, and true. I guess it was him that said, "I want it in New York City, and it's got to be real people and that kind of thing." And so um, Harold Ramis was brought in to rewrite it, and then that's how they. Wow. Yep. Fucking love Harold Ramis too. Oh, dude, I love that guy. The, the you, what a different movie, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Ghostbusting in space and all that shit, but mm-hmm. that's that for, especially for the time, would have been way too out there. Well, it, it would have been way it, too it, out it there. Would've, it would have been. It would have. Like, it's so much it's, at one time. It's, it's too like, much, yeah. Like, well, I mean, 500 pages. When you think about it, it's like the introduction already Ghostbusters, and it's like Ghostbusting in the future. There's no explanation how it got there, how it even happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's probably, no wonder it was 500 pages pages yeah. long and they probably did have to explain all that right just to get to the point where they're at now yeah and and then on top of that like you see the the, the best thing about this is, is that now what the guy did was basically tell them hold on let's let's kind of do a prequel to all that how did we get there so mm-hmm. now if they actually wanted to hit that print that whole idea they keep they can do it like if they wanted to jump to the future and say these are the ghostbusters of the future 
and now it's like Ghostbusters Inc. Right. You know, it, it makes sense. Because, I mean, if you think about it, Batman did the same thing. There's a future in where there's a Batman Inc. And Batman is basically kind of... Uh, global. Well, not only global, but it's like uh, uh, um, corporatized policing, you yeah. know? So um, it, it, it's, you know, it's that's what... That's kind of what this Ghostbusters movie in the future sounds like it would have been. Mm-hmm. But Just so blown up. And in fact, so much, yeah. Uh, the director of the 2016 one, Paul Feig, I mm-hmm. believe his name is, uh, I remember reading an article or an interview with him back when the 2016 movie came out. And um, spoilers are okay. Yeah, go yeah. for it. Right. So this is, I mean, if you haven't seen these movies by now, like you you're got. under a rock. Yeah, you, you, you better <laughs> okay. get internet under that rock that you're living in. Yeah, <laughs> living under. So apparently uh, uh, in the 2016 one, I, he was going to, there was a planned sequel mm. and it fell apart because of how poorly the reception, you know, how poor the reception I was. I thought that movie did okay. Like, I thought it was good, and I think it deserved a sequel, but, I mean, there's things I didn't like, like how they kind of made punching bags out of, like, the, you know how they, they gave her, like, punching gloves or something? Oh, yeah, Oh, yeah. the fist. The fist thing. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like, that's stupid. Like, she throws, a, she throws like, a ball of she, energy to... Yeah, she can punch them, and they explode or something. I was just like, what, what happened with the traps? Well, technically, yeah. like, well, I watched it. She didn't them. really, like, she, yeah. she said it was just to knock them out of the way. Because there's a big fight scene at the end of that movie, and yeah, you know everyone's crazy. In that it's it's uh, that's uh, you see I don't know that's when they went too far, man. That was that was it, man. That's the that's you the word. Is, ghost? That's not real. Then that's not real, man. You can't punch ghosts. <laughs> Apparently, he was gonna do. Uh, he was gonna go with the space route in the sequel. Oh wow! His, what he said in the interview was, no one ever said ghosts are just on Earth. So he was gonna try to tap into like a uh, Damn. outer space element to the Ghost for the sequel, which never uh, happened. That's I think too that bad. Been a nice homage to the original original idea. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That would have been awesome, dude. Yeah, that would have yeah. been awesome. But you see, the thing too is, it's like I like that cast. I like the uh, that, that female cast. I thought they were great. Yeah. And uh, it's too bad, man. It's too bad that that it got so poorly received. I don't understand some of the fandom. You know, like mm-hmm. where they get off, like getting so crazy about stuff. I'm like, that movie wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't like knock your socks off. Give me, you know, give me an Oscar. It, it, but it was. It was good. I I watched it several times. My daughter loves that movie. You know, we watch it. You know, and it, I don't understand why people hate hate stuff so much all of a sudden. You no, know? people are so so um, involved in these series that. A, a little bit of difference, and I'm and I'm not gonna lie, I'm one of them. No, oh, yeah. Okay, but you're like, oh no, you know the new Transformers movie, Soundwave was pink. Yeah, he was he's supposed to be dark blue, man. Purple, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean I understand where they're coming from, but some people just take it. I mean you have to accept the change in some in some franchises for it to even to continue on. Well, yeah, yeah, you like, gotta... you, like you pointed out, Transformers. Okay, everybody hates Michael Bay. I mean, it, ooh, I mean, it's terrible. I don't know if I, I hate him, but I, I just think it, no. The Transformer Michael, they call it the Bayverse, which of oh, is that what they call it? They're calling it's terrible, but um, it's like the um, when Bumblebee came out, yeah, that wasn't by him, and everybody loved it. Oh, it's a good movie, right? It, it, it's a smaller movie. I think it's one of the things that you know. 
they kind of did with it was they kind of because I mean those 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 Michael Bay movies with the Transformers they started off big you know and then the like some of the fight scenes I mean they're very grandiose I mean especially Michael Bay with the action scenes and the the moving camera like it's it was it was hard to watch like I couldn't tell what was going on on the screen right so I think that's part of the problem with those movies I think Mm -hmm. Bad Boys was great but those Transformers movies, trying to do the same thing that he did with, it just doesn't work. You no. know, uh, I, I I don't know what it is. It, maybe it's because there's too much shiny metal, you know, and and that all that kind of m- makes a big matzo ball a mess on the screen. But um, now, in terms of story, they they weren't too, they weren't super, you know, they weren't super satisfying. That that. Bumblebee movie it was a small movie. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was just about a girl and her car, right. the first car she ever had, you know. And it ends up being a transformer. So they they kind of like took this like this big idea, this small idea, like a boy and his dog kind of deal. It's a girl and her car, and then they just kind of put it in Transformers. I think that's why it works so well. Because there's a little, and, and on top of that, they kind of gave it, you know, they set it in like in 1985 or something, you know. Bumblebee was set. Yeah. I, never, I never saw that one. Yeah. It's based, it's on, it, actually what they did, they threw a little bit of homage into it because in 1984, that's when Transformers was released. Mm. So they made it so that that was the year that Bumblebee hit Earth. Okay. It was 1984. Was, was John Cena was in that one? Yes, he was. Oh, was he? Yes, he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. He was um, Sergeant somebody. Well, so. <laughs> what was the name of the girl? Uh, Emily, was it? Oh, I can't remember her name right now. Seinfeld. Emily Seinfeld? Yes. Yeah? Okay. She's great. Um, what a great cast, uh, mm-hmm. casting for that show, for that, for that movie. But anyway, going back to uh, Ghostbusters. So... Um, that's a that's an amazing idea, but like, you mentioned something else to me. I can't remember right now. That was awesome. Um, God damn, it's slipping my mind. About Ghostbusters. Yeah, about Ghostbusters. Cocaine? Okay. Uh, I mean, we talked about so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a theory though, not really a theory, but mm-hmm. we were talking about why 2016 didn't work, or why it received so much negativity. Yeah. Um, I think. It wasn't just the fans that did it. Like, I don't think there's enough Ghostbuster fans to, like, tank it as bad as it got tanked. Uh-huh. But I think so much of it was just, you know, not not to go in a, you know, sociological uh, avenue here. But, uh, it, there, it, you know, there, I, think, I think there was political motivation behind it. I think there was just backlash of an all-woman cast. Uh, mm. uh, you know, I, because I, like you know, it it got like more thumbs down, like the trailers got more thumbs down than thumbs up before the movie even came out. <laughs> so I, I think there was a lot of it. I, I think people, you know, old guys like us, we like our nostalgia, we like the way things were when we were kids. Yeah. So right. we like to remember it that way. So then when we see four women, um, you know, we may not be quick to react negatively to it, but like some people might because like you're missing this nostalgia. Yeah. But then you also have, you know, from, from just modern culture, like, you know, you have big groups of people that, you know, kind of like 
movies the way they've always been, which is, you know, quite frankly, guys are the heroes. Yeah. You know? And all of a sudden now you have four women who are the heroes. Like, one of the things you and I talked about at Candyman was, um, you know, why did Captain Marvel re- uh, receive so much negativity versus Wonder Woman? Yes. And I think, in my opinion, it was more than just the content of the movie. I think it had to do with political aspects, and mm-hmm. sociological aspects, and things like that. So I think all that kind of played into it. You know, did, did I, I didn't think 2016, the 2016 uh, movie, Answer the Call, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was great, but I didn't think it was horrible. Yeah. You know? no, that's, that's how I feel. Like, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I don't think it was great. Uh, but I enjoyed it, you know. Maybe, maybe you could answer this question since I didn't see it recently. Mm-hmm. I, it's been a few years. Did um, did they acknowledge the nineteen eighty four people, or or was it a complete reboot? Because I don't remember. It that was a part. complete reboot. Each character was actually every person that was in the original Ghostbuster actually played a different character in that movie. Like um, Bill Murray, who was supposed to be Peter Venkman, played some psychic um, debunker. And he had his own TV show, and like he did that with them. But that, he wasn't. He wasn't Peter Venkman. No, he wasn't Peter Venkman. So were were, were, the, were those four women like within that universe? Were they the first Ghostbusters? Like apparently they were the first Ghostbusters. Okay, all right, right. You know, and that's another thing. Then, like, why are you messing with history, right? Yeah. Don't get rid of the favorites. Right. right exactly. Yeah. I, so like, and I, then Dan Aykroyd mm-hmm. played the the cab driver, but he was wearing the clothes from the ghost cab driver. In Ghostbusters 1. Wow. Yeah, yeah, the hat and everything. I'm like, wait a minute. That is bad. That's a good catch, man. I did not see that. I did not realize that. Uh, Yeah, I don't know, man. I I agree with you on all those points that you're talking about. Like, just kind of like the time. There's a lot of hate happening you know people people like to poo-poo stuff i uh, i don't i don't like that i don't like how people just because i you know some people just like to play the contrarian you know they want to be able to say well oh you know you like that you know it sucks you know it's just like well okay it sucks tell me why you know oh it just sucks well why does it suck oh it's an all-woman cast like dude and that's the first thing you look at it is the first thing you can come up with you you can't tell me story you can't tell me uh camera angles you can't tell me uh you know something you know something technical you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna go to something you know aesthetic like that like come on you know but people people dumped on that movie and and they dumped on that black actress too really hard and I liked her. I liked movie. her too. She, she actually I'm gonna tell you something right now. She actually had more to do than um than her black counterpart. Than her part, in, yeah. In the original. In the original, yeah. yeah. Than she, Winston. Than Winston, Winston yes. Yeah. Winston came out what halfway through the movie. And same thing with the second movie. He came in like little little guest spots here and there yeah. as a group. But no, no, nothing solo. Yeah, no, not not like the the main three guys. Right, exactly. You know? not, not like the main three guys. Yeah, but no, she she's great because <laughs> there's that part where she's got uh, uh, what's her name McCarthy on the oh. floor, and yeah. she's like, "May the power of Christ compel you." No, she has the power of yeah. pain compel. Oh, pain was it pain? Pain. I just watched. This. She goes. Pain. She slaps her. She like, slaps like, the Ow! shit out of her. <laughs> but see, that was a cool. I, I like that part of it too. The, yeah. the, the possession of one of the Ghostbusters, yeah. right? Because uh, Melissa McCarthy. 
put uh, Kate McKinnon out the window. Like I oh, thought that yeah. was a pretty cool. I like scene. Her. Oh yeah, I like she was she was my favorite Holtzman. Yeah, she's, she was my she's, favorite. She's my favorite. Holtzman yeah. is uh, awesome. Yeah. I just love it when she busted out those um, gun whips. Yeah, That's pretty much. She's like. Uh, and I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, she's about to get dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Holtzman was, was my oh, favorite. She was, yeah. she was, it was great because, I mean, basically she's Egon, right? Right. But yeah. her twist is, is a little different, right? Like, she's, Egon was kind of goofy but serious. She is goofy but, like, you know, funny, like weird, like, you know, silly almost, you know? Yeah, with the goggles and the mm -hmm. combat boots. Yeah. She was just a cool asking those silly questions. Character. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. But like, but the best part about it is like, yeah, they're goofy, but they're all very smart people. I mean, they're all scientists. Right? Exactly, yes. You know, except for, you know, the black actress, um what's her name again? Oh my god, I can't even remember. That's sad that we don't remember yeah. you know who she is. I don't know I don't know the names of any any of the uh female actresses and I would usually use my phone, but my phone is recording us right now, so right. um nice I know it's Kristen Wig. Melissa McCarthy, Kate McKinnon, but I, I know her name. The character name was Patty, mm -hmm. but I don't remember. I know she's on the Do you have Do you have the phone? Pop it up. Um, uh, just because. Oh. Yeah, no, just because no, no, we, no. we should, we should, we uh, should make sure that we. I just didn't want to like. Um, have no, the you, phone ringing. While we no, no, you go ahead and, and look it up. And, I know the and backlash okay. was so bad. She deleted her accounts social media account yeah just oh i did hear that yeah that is fucking that. that is fucked up man and i think the same thing happened to that actress who played rose in the uh last jedi movie yeah like she, oh was so bad on her that she deleted her account. but that's not even her fault man right. that that's like that's poor writing she was just she was just showing up I think, honestly, it, like my opinion is, I think so much of it is more society driven mm -hmm. versus uh, versus something based in the movie or the story. Yeah, you know, like the the women Ghostbuster movie, like people just dumped on it right away, unfortunately. But like when you read the comments, like it, it's just so much you know, woman hate versus the actual movie. Like, how many of those people actually saw the movie? You know what I mean? Yeah. True. Her name is Leslie Jones? Yes. Leslie Jones, yes, Leslie yes, yes. Yes, yes. she is, um, yeah, no, nah, man, she doesn't, she didn't deserve the hate that she got. That's no. fucking stupid. And, and, uh, and, uh, and these trolls, these people that, that, that sit on the internet and just shit on people for, it's, it's easy to, to shit on someone, you know, it's mm -hmm. easy to like, especially when, when it's like egg in a house, you know, you, you, it's fun, right? You, you, you drive by, you throw the eggs at the house and then you just keep driving. And then the person doesn't know you, you know, who egged their house. You know, it's also so petty. Like, what are you going to do? You found out who egged your house. What are you going to go to this house? Tell them to come and clean your house. Mm -hmm. You know how much trouble that can cause you. You know, like you don't know what kind of nut egged your house to begin with. You know, exactly. you might be an asshole. You know, you might, you might be like, fuck you and shoot you at your doorstep. So like, you know, what do you got to do? You, all you can do is sit there and wash the egg off your house. That's all you really can do. And that, and that's, this is similar to that, except, except, you know, there are so many people piling up, up piling, piling up at once yeah. that it's like you don't just get egg. You get like a whole giant fucking omelet on your fucking house, mm. you know, and it just hurts. Right. You just fuck. All you can do is sit there and be angry. And I can I can understand. I mean, it must really suck 
to 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 be a celebrity like that and then to have people just hate on you just because you you're doing your job you mm -hmm. know but i mean at the same time they get paid a lot of money um get paid a lot of money but still you know undeserving yeah but it's of, not right all that garbage it is absolutely absolutely undeserving of all that and con consider all the hate they received before the movie even came out it was so unjust oh that's so crazy there and there's shit like that's happening where it's like they don't like i i believe rotten tomatoes fixed this but like there it was wow. getting to a point where it was like they were hating on the movie and they were down voting it uh even before the movies were showing even before the movie would like yeah. be released and i'm like how the fuck are you doing that that's that not happened to captain marvel yes yes mm -hmm. that's exact you're right you're right you're and, right absolutely and, right and again bringing up the conversation we had uh at Candyman, mm. when it, we, we talked about a bunch of stuff you know we, we talked we talked a the lot segue, yeah the segue was the 2016 ghostbusters movie uh, look. right why did the, the women cast get so much hate i brought up the the question of you know why was Wonder Woman, not just the movie, but the image or, or, or you know, the persona of Wonder Woman better received than Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel had that issue with Rotten Tomatoes mm -hmm. where, where people, like before it came out, it was, you know, that the meter was going down just to, to give it bad press. Um, again, so much of it is just politically driven and, and, and mm -hmm. it's just so much there was, negative. There was there's some of it too is is uh the actress um i can't remember her name the actress that plays captain marvel she brie larson. brie larson she she was campaigning for the for the movie captain marvel and in those in in the process of campaigning was attempting to be funny and she came off as annoying i guess okay and and that that kind of, I believe, had something to do with it. But also, I think it has something to do with the fact that of the way they dress Captain Marvel. Like, Captain Marvel was, is wearing essentially pants, right? It's a little bit more of a masculine uh, outfit. But I, not masculine like she's wearing a tie, but I, I'm saying less feminine is really what I'm saying. It's not as, whereas Wonder Woman, you know, she's got like a bustier, you know? She looks... You know, she she's basically running around in a bathing suit. You know, she's just as you know, a resilient as a character as Captain Marvel. Like, in fact, I think Captain Marvel's power set is probably nerding out here. Um, no, Captain it, Marvel's power set is more powerful than Wonder Woman, so she yeah. can run around you know in a bathing suit as well and not get hurt. But the uh, you know, Wonder Woman's dressed in 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 a like a fancy bathing armor suit. Mm -hmm. And you get to see all this skin, right? So there's a little fan service in that respect. And I think stuff like that has something to do with it, you know? Yeah. Also, she's a little more charismatic just in, in general in front of, like, cameras and interviews and all that. She's a little more confident. So that actress, uh, Gal Gadot, she is, she's, she's also just a different kind of person that she interviews a little better than, than Brie Larson. So, uh, but I think she's also a little older. So there might, there's a few things at play there, but um, yeah, I, again, Brie Larson doesn't deserve the hate that she got. Um, but I things fact, things like that factor in like all those little things. Maybe she would have interviewed a little better. Maybe the pants and her look in the outfit wouldn't have mattered. 
you know? But I do think that there's a lot of sexist nonsense going on between the between those two things because that's basically what we're talking about here in that respect right and yeah. and, and and is for all the all the the the, the movies and stuff yeah, that, that we're talking about especially the female ghostbusters wonder woman captain marvel all these all these uh female-led movies they the the they hate that they get you can't help but notice it, it's probably coming from men and they're hating on the women and i'm like you know it's just like how petty are you, man? I mean, are you really that weak? You're afraid of a of a strong woman? Like, well, I see it as this. Is huge yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole new show. That's a yeah. We definitely <laughs> have veered off topic here, but but like we're looking at Wonder Woman compared to Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. Like when we us being fans of comics and movies and stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know who is more recognized. Oh, for sure, Wonder Woman. Exactly. Yeah. So that's another thing. That's for sure. another. That's one thing that. Okay, I gave Marvel. I gave Captain Marvel a shot, and I love this. I love the movie. I, I, I like that a lot too. It. I also love Wonder Woman, but truth of the matter, I know more about Wonder Woman than I knew about Captain Marvel, and I know she's not the first Captain Marvel. You know, she's probably what the third or fourth Captain Marvel to, to bear the name, because the first Captain Marvel was a man. Well, that was uh, yeah, um, Marvel or Mar whatever, right? Yeah, but the thing is, is that not a lot of people uh, are starting off in comic books. The first thing they know is like, if you can't, hey, name me three characters from DC. Oh, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Yeah, you give, you give, you tell me, hey, give me three, give me three names from Marvel. Oh, uh, Spider Man, Spider -Man uh, uh, Iron Man, Iron probably Man, right and now, Captain America. Yeah, right. Not one of them is a female character. Yeah. You, you might get Black Widow here and there, right? Yeah, right. But now, now you do because yeah. there's the there's the fan base. Yeah. There is people out there who really do like who didn't know a jack thing about Black Widow, but now they do. It's mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, uh, Spider Man, Captain America, Black Widow. Yeah. Okay. And that's 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 what a lot of people are like. Oh, okay. Why did she get this? Why did why did she get why is she getting blasted and this woman isn't? It's like it could be also based on that. It's the popularity of the character. Well, the other problem too, again, not to veer off too much off topic, but like the Captain Marvel character isn't very well liked on the comics either. Like she's not written very well either. They have, I, I, I mean, and obviously, I think I think we've mentioned this before, um, but uh, oh, actually, I talked about about this very subject with uh, not my cousin Dan on the on the on the Candyman episode where it's just like, this is why it's important to have people of a certain, um, you know, lifestyle or gender or whatever, write for that particular experience. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're from that experience, you should be writing for that experience. And it shouldn't be somebody who's not, who doesn't know anything about it really firsthand, you know, True. like it, we're talking about uh, writing strong women, for superheroes, we need a comic book writer or someone who's who who loves the material, who is a woman, who who can write for that type of character. You know, just like Candyman, like we were talking, you and I, and one of the things I talked about in the in the show too is it's like you and I had that long discussion, you know, about writing and directing and and why it's important to have, you know, black, you know black artists write for that experience, direct and make movies for that experience. Uh, I, I There's a few problems that I came across with the original Candyman when I was talking to, to Dan uh, mm -hmm. on the, on the podcast. Right. And, and it's because 
It's directed and written by white people, you know? And the perspective that they took in the lead of that movie was a white person, but that's because they wanted to take a perspective that it's from outside of the culture, right? Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes sense. But Candyman, this new Candyman movie is so much better, right? And they didn't write it that way, you know? I, I loved it. I loved it too. I have you seen it? No, I have not seen it. You got to watch that. I've been watch. I it's great. I've watched the first one and then I decided to watch all of them. So <laughs> <laughs> you watched all of them? They're like, oh, I was gonna watch the first one and it's like, uh-huh. well, how many are, are there? Right? There's now? like there's three like, or four of them. Like right? Four Candyman. Jesus. I didn't know that there were four. There's, there's a lot there's of them. There's a lot of them. Yeah. It's like Chucky. They're all over the place. Well, there, there was. Well, there's the first one and then there was a second one, which were actual actual prequel. I mean, actual uh, sequels. actual sequels to yeah. each other. But and then I don't know what happened after that. I know there's like another one after that. I, or two I, or I don't even remember. I remember watching yeah. that. I only know of one and two and the new one. I have no idea. All right. There's yeah. like there's a bunch of them. Out there's there. another. There's one. I know there's at least one before this new one, that's right. after the the first two. So there's 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 it. So to my knowledge, there's at least four total right now. It's like Hellraiser. There's like eight of them. Jesus. I love Hellraiser. I, I mean, I oh, <laughs> he loves Hellraiser too. No, right? I really, he scared. loves all that stuff, dude. I'm scared of the box because that box is real. Oh, okay, that's why I veer off for the movies. Like, no, what was I'm that? Pandora's for... box? Is that like, what it's called? Whatever it is. Puzzle box. Oh, the puzzle, the puzzle box. box. I don't know. I don't care. Have you I seen Hellraiser? I don't. I I've seen the characters. I know about the movie, but I don't. I have never seen it myself, okay. and I so I don't really know. Number one and number two are just they're linked. Perfect. Really? Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. It's, it's, Does it hold up? Should I watch them? Yeah. If you're gonna the watch them, are amazing. yeah. You oh. need to watch one and two, and that's it. Leave don't watch room. anything else. Don't watch anything because <laughs> it, it veers off, right? It veers yeah. off. It's terrible. It gets, it's it like weird. It's, it's like all this. There's, you know how the what are they called the the Cenobites? The Cenobites, right? They make sense in one and two. In part three, there's a dude that throws CDs. Yeah. That's one of them. He's like, dude, he throws CDs. Like, he's like a he's a CD player. He's like, takes out the CD, dude, that's all he does. And I'm like, he's killing people with CDs. Uh-huh. I'm like... I, I know nothing about this thing. I just know that there's monsters and they look weird and there's Pinhead and that's it. They're all demons, apparently. They're, they're okay, demons don't tell me torture. anymore. You need I'm to gonna, watch I'm it. I'm going to go check it out. You need yeah. to watch it. Don't ruin it don't for me. Don't have the kids anywhere near. It, it exactly. Is so, it, the, the gore... It's gory? Number two yeah. It's over the top. But it's... it's, it's, it's I don't want to like, steal your... It's your, No, no, no. It's, 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 it's like... It's like a torture film, pretty yeah. much. It's it's that's what they do. The I mean, I don't movie. mind being scared, but I don't know if I want to watch torture. It's it's brutal. The, 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 tell him, tell the, him, don't the lie Frank, him. The, the Frank character in the first movie, basically, when you go to watch it, there is a character in the movie uh-huh. who has no skin. Ugh. <laughs> <I was>, oh. <laughs> Oh. And they show you how he lost that skin. Well, okay. speaking of losing skin, dude, like I was fixing one of these window wells down here, uh-huh. and uh, I, I was I was like cleaning up the like the the rust off the off the metal on the outside with right. an angle grinder, and I went. Oh, no. The angle grinder bounced off the metal, popped back at me, and I was wearing shorts, and it sliced the skin right off my oh. leg. So in other words, you were deli. Dude, dude, it's there's 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 I got like a triangle right here. That's got no skin. He's missing half a muscle. No, 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 no. no. It didn't. It just no. I know. It it just ripped the skin right off. It like slivered it. 
No, no, no. It didn't sliver it. It, it like, it like, because the angle grinder is like a metal, like little wheel, a little wheel, and it's got little, little like spikes and stuff, you know. And it's just like this, you know, like it, it looks like a. So it's a sanding stone, pretty much. What you're. Talking no, about. it looks like a like a like a angry wire brush, right? <laughs> And it's just a circle thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And it spins real fast. Right, right, right. And so then it it just and it just knocked the skin right off. Oh my god! And then when when I I said I stopped, I looked at it, I started bleeding. And I was like, shit, you know. And so then I looked at the angle grinder, and I I looked at it, and there was like um like f- brown foam on the on the on the brush of the of the angle grinder. Are you it, getting this? It, it just—it's like it, it seriously turned you to chicharron. That's what it did. Dude, basically, dude. Basically, yeah. It took my skin took and just skin and turned him into a pork rind. Yeah, yeah, dude. A spicy one because you know he's a lot of spice. Yeah, <laughs> dude. No, like, and then you look at it. I'm like, I know that's not dirt. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> I know that's not anything that I was picking up. That's all my skin right there. Oh, oh. man. Yeah, and oh. it just went. I was like, boom. And I was like, fuck. And it happened like this, right? I was like, mm, boom. And it kicked back, hit my skin, and then I came off of it. And I looked, and I was like, fuck. So I was like, I got to go disinfect this, patch it up, make sure I don't fucking lose a leg in the process, you know? Because, you know, you could get like, you know, you know, staff or something, fucking goodbye leg. shot or something. You needed something. No, dude, I went and cleaned it. Fucking took me like 10 minutes to clean it up, patch it up. And then I had to come back outside and finish working. <laughs> Yeah, but that, but but Maybe that was. You don't want to watch it. Then. Well, I was. You better have a bad reaction. To no, I I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I'm just thinking like you guys are talking about all this blood and guts, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, speaking of blood and guts. <laughs> you ever seen Silent Hill. Oh yeah, Silent Hill. Both of them. Those Isn't that a I've... video game? That's yeah. a video game, dude. Uh-huh. It has that triangle head guy with a big ass sword walking the around. Pyramid heads. Yeah, the pyramid heads. Uh, the, the nurses are great. Uh, the zombie nurses. I went to a. a, a when when Brenda and I went to Los Angeles about ten years ago or something, we went to uh, Hollywood Horror Nights at Universal Studios, uh-huh. and the theme that year was Silent Hill. Oh, I and so had, they had it. all these actresses dressed up as the nurses, like walking through, and they had Pyramid Head and all that stuff, and the and the Pink Rabbit, and um. I got so excited when I saw the nurses. I ran up to one and I asked, like, I started asking her questions, and I could see the actress through the mask, like you see that one eye, and she's just giving me the look, like, "Don't stop talking to me. I can't talk to you." Blah blah blah. But it was, it was, it was, it was fun. I got a cool picture. I bring that movie up though because on the subject of skin, yeah. There's the woman. There's a scene, and again, uh, spoiler alert. There's a scene where there's a woman at the altar, and her, you see her skin, her entire body of flesh just get completely ripped off like just like yeah and it's it's like when it happens you're like Ugh. like oh my god i just saw that but anyway uh back to ghostbusters, ghostbusters. Back to ghostbusters. <laughs> we're, we're we're the best at segues on yeah, this episode <laughs> now we interrupt the podcast to let you know that if you're building a website and you need a hosting service 
Bluehost is definitely the way to go. If, especially if you're building it in uh, WordPress, for example. It's the hosting service I use for my website, the Flow Row Podcast, and they're super dependable, never had a problem, easy to use. I highly recommend them. Make sure you use the referral link in the description so that Bluehost knows I sent you. Also, the music you're listening to here comes from Epidemic Sound. Now, Epidemic Sound is a great service which allows you to get licenses to music with a very affordable monthly plan. It's great. And you can get a 30-day free trial if you act now. With over 35,000 tracks and 90,000 sound effects, you will find all that you will need for your projects. When you head over to Epidemic Sound, make sure you use my referral link in the description so they know that I sent you. Now, I just recently started using Monday. Um, Monday.com has what they call an work operating system, a work OS. What it is, is a work management software. It's more than just a to-do list. It allows you to work with teams. You can put timelines on things. It organizes your projects in a very easy to read dashboard and it's super customizable. I love it. Just started using it. Uh, I'm sharing it with my teams now. It's a great tool for you to use for your work, especially nowadays when we're working from home and we're a little more disconnected. We don't have the people in front of us to ask questions about where is this project? How are you doing on this? Tom, what's the timeline, etc, etc. So with Monday, it makes it very easy for you to kind of keep an eye on things. I love it. I love it. It's an amazing piece of software. I highly recommend it. And when you make your way over to Monday.com, make sure you use my referral link in the description. So let me get a drink. You guys keep talking. There's a lot of editing going on here. <laughs> so I, I throw, throw out uh, just like a couple more factoids out at you. Mm-hmm. So I got all this from the documentary that I watched. Okay. Just a few other kind of fun things. So Dan Aykroyd. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, who, who wrote the original. Mm-hmm. By the way, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man is one of the few characters that went from the 500-page script all the way to the new one. Oh! So the Stay Puff has always been a part of... And it's always, that's awesome. And it's always going to be a part of it. Yeah. It's always going to be so a part of it. So that stayed. Um, Dan Aykroyd's grandfather used to host seances, and his father wrote a book called The History of Ghosts. Right. He so did. he was immersed. He, he, uh, if you ever, like, um, YouTube him, like, interviews that he's done like he is very much into cryptozoology and ghosts mm-hmm. and he sure is yeah um that's the factoid i wanted to bring up okay. that's what i was trying to remember and i couldn't that 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 his whole family is into this kind of oh stuff. exactly he, he grew his, up on this stuff a his, healthy diet of in fact, the supernatural vodka, crystal skull vodka mm-hmm. like even that has roots in the paranormal too I believe. like <laughs> the actual crystal skulls that are found around the world yeah oh yes yes i heard about that yeah have you seen that that bottle it looks beautiful cool. oh yeah. i have not seen it but there's i've like heard three of them there's a black one a clear one and then there's one with like a matte finish on it oh. i didn't know that there was a uh that they had different ones i've only seen the clear the clear one i know i know there's i yes there's at least those three the clear one there's like a bone colored one uh-huh and then mm. I think there's a black skull. Yeah. Which is cool. That guy is a, that Dan Aykroyd is a weird guy. <laughs> like, I always thought he was just a funny guy. Mm-hmm. He's super intelligent, but He's a little out. bit of a weirdo. He's you out know? there. 
Yeah, he is out there. It's awesome. Like I've heard him on on like uh, I believe it was on the Joe Rogan podcast. He was on there. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was fantastic, dude. I was like, he this guy's like a fascinating guy. Just he to is, sit down and talk to. Yeah, dude, he's so fascinating, he's dude. Like my hero, yeah. <laughs> he is. He's great. He was. It was I mean, a great I've podcast. seen I've seen him in a couple of movies, but you know, I'm like, uh, to tell you the truth, I'm just a fan of his Ghostbuster movie. I mean, there's nothing out there that. Well, except for what was it? Stripes. I love. No, no, stripes. no. That, no was he it? wasn't no, in Stripes. Was in that stripes. was a Harold Ramis and, and Bill Murray. No, he was in with. I love Stripes. It doesn't hold up very well, though. No. <laughs> oh, no, nothing but trouble. No, I think he's uh, like a, he's a, s- a spies like us. Oh, spies, spies like, like us with yeah, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase, yeah. That one's awesome. Yeah, that, that's a great that one. one I do like. That one I do yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, one, one last thing I thought you guys might find interesting. Uh, well, two two more things. Um, I thought I was floored by this factoid. I didn't know this. About eighty percent of the shots that made it to the final film were first takes. Oh wow. shit! Wow. Of the first Ghostbusters. Yes, eighty percent of the footage were first takes <laughs> because they did such an amazing job. Like they would do other takes, uh-huh. but right. they ended up defaulting. Uh, one one of the examples was uh, uh, so apparently Bill Murray went off script a lot, which he, he's known to do. Yeah. So you know the scene where they they come out of the banquet hall and he says, "We came, we saw, we kicked its ass." Yeah. And they they filmed that several times. That was the only time he said that. Every time he came out of the door, he said something different. Oh. But when he said, "We came, we saw, we kicked its ass," I remember it's like that's the one, and that's the one they went with. Wow. wow. Uh, also, that's great. I thought this was really cool. Sigourney Weaver is the one who came up with the idea of Dana Barrett getting possessed. That was not in the script. Oh, wow. And it was also her idea that she should become one of the demon dogs. And she apparently, in her interview with Ivan Reitman, according to Ivan Reitman, jumped up on his coffee table, behaved like a dog, and started howling. And he's like, that's it. Wow, Um, that's funny. I would have thought that would have been in the script. Yeah, yeah. But that was all her all her doing and the last thing is uh original casting was john candy was was supposed to be lewis tully yes i heard that lewis tully yeah the which was lawyer oh the lawyer oh the nerdy dude interesting wow but how would that even play out i don't know i can't even see i can't but but he was i mean he was you know amazing talented but now I only see Rick Moranis. Right, exactly. I they probably would have changed the character. He probably wouldn't have been as nerdy. And here's the, and here this one will get a good reaction out of you. The original pick for Gozer, the Gozerian, uh-huh. was Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot see that. No, I can't see. All. I see a string. I see him come up. <laughs> that would have been thrown out for yeah. me. <laughs> but just imagine Gozer could have been Pee Wee Herman. Oh my God. Yeah. No. Right? It doesn't work, right? It does, no. it does not work. No, no. It doesn't work at all. But, I mean, that movie had so much going on for itself at the time that they had a, what was it, $30 million budget. $30 million. And came out with $280. $280 million? $80 million. And you're not including breakfast cereals and toys and merch and cups and all those other things that they must have made a fucking killing. Oh, Stickers. I and think the song. I think yeah. They was I. I saw a show where they were talking about Mary that he's still living off of the residuals of that. Really? Yeah. 
Of Dan Aykroyd or no Bill Murray? Bill Murray. Bill Murray is still living off the residuals of Ghostbusters. I mean, come on, anything that even has the word Ghostbusters, he's getting something. So then, why simple. wouldn't you want to be part of a new movie? Because he's been one of the people who's been like held, you know, holding up. Yeah, like, and the reason a, a, for that a number three. And the reason for that is um, because Harold Ramis died. No, that was before that. Before Harold Ramis died, they've always tried to make a Ghostbusters three. And he's always been one of the reasons they don't make it. I now this just might be internet, but I had heard or internet myth, but I, I had heard that um, one of his stipulations was that he wanted to die, mm. and in this new movie, like he wanted the Bankman character to die. So wow. we'll see if that actually happened. Why? Ooh. And I don't know because. Because he wants to be a ghost in it, or I, because he wants to not be in it anymore. I don't know. I get he the wants impression to be... that Bill Murray, much like Dan Aykroyd, is just out there. And he's uh-huh. kind of a weird dude. Oh, another another factoid is that, um, so both Ivan Reitman and Dan Aykroyd tagged him to be in the movie. They're like, okay, John Belushi's dead. You're the new Peter Bankman. Blah blah blah. And he said, yeah, I'll do it. And he never signed the contract. And it was like the day before shooting. Ivan, Ivan Reitman's telling the story. He's like, it's the day before shooting. He's like, yeah, we started at 8 a.m. We're outside the library. You're like, will Bill Murray be there? And no one knew. And then all of a sudden, he's on set. Wow. Did he ever sign the contract? I don't know if he's... I'm sure he did eventually because he had to get money for it. But like, they didn't know if their star was going to be there because he was in France and he wouldn't return phone calls and all this other shit. And he was like, he's really aloof. And they didn't know if their star was going to be there, and it just—it was they were outside the New York Public Library, and he walked on set. That's ballsy. That is ballsy, man. <laughs> so I, I don't know if you remember, but also in that movie Zombieland, he dies and becomes he, he dies in that movie, right? right and he, he, gets, he becomes he gets, a zombie too, right? Well, no, no, he—he's he, pretending to be a zombie, yes, to not get eaten by zombies, but then. They actually kill him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he says the only thing he, I think I think one of the jokes he has is like I don't have any regrets. Well, maybe Garfield. Yeah, he does say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, now that's crazy. Yeah, because he plays himself. He plays himself. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I forgot that he plays himself. Do you want another factoid? Yes. Give, give, us, give, give us. Give us. Give us the factoids. Keep giving it up, man. Factoids. Okay. There was a 1970s comedy show called The Ghostbusters. Right, the original Ghost live action TV live series, action, and it featured a gorilla. Right. Wait, what? No, no. But if you recall, now do you know you know that the cartoon is wait, called. Wait, wait, let's get that on film. Do that face again. No, 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 no. So from the top, there was a TV show. I'm gonna jump a second. Okay. You know how the cartoon's called The Real Ghostbusters? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Do you recall after the 1984 movie came out, there was a cartoon called Ghostbusters? Yes. But it featured a gorilla. two guys yeah. and a gorilla. Yeah. And then because of the popularity of the 84 movie, the real Ghostbusters came out, which was about Bankman stance. Yeah. Well, the Ghostbusters cartoon with the gorilla was based on the 1970s The Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a similar premise where it was, it was a comedic slapstick type thing uh-huh so this this is it's a, it's a long story but i think it's an interesting one and i got it i got this all from the documentary mm-hmm. um filmation who made the he-man cartoons yeah 
owned the rights to the Ghostbusters. They produced that show in the 70s. Uh-huh. Filmation was owned by Universal Studios. Okay. Okay. Columbia released the 1984 movie. Right. They wanted to use the name the Ghostbusters. Filmation would not give it up, except if they paid like a really high price. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, we don't know, we don't know, we don't know. Well, Ivan Reitman and the president of Columbia... You know the story? I know the story. Okay. We've, we've talked about it before. You forgot. Really? Yeah. And then what happened? They um they um literally stole the name from Well, they put the real Ghostbusters. Right. Well, no, but that was for the cartoon. That was for yeah, the cartoon, the but for the movie, uh-huh. they were they promised them money and then when the movie went global, they were like uh, they're like, "Oh, where's where's our cut?" and they're like, "No." <laughs> we're not giving you nothing we're staying with that and then that's why they didn't want to release the name for the cartoon uh-huh. so that's when they say okay fine keep your Ghostbuster we're the real Ghostbusters which is ironic because they weren't the first yeah <laughs> that's amazing yep. and also uh, um, the um, oh shoot what was I going to say you're talking about Columbia Pictures and all that Anyway, it'll it'll come back to me, but yeah, yeah, it was that they that they took the name and and um, oh oh that's what it was. So the original name of the movie was Ghost Smashers. The five hundred page script was called Ghost Smashers. I that's hilarious. That. I didn't know that. I thought it was actually called Ghostbusters. Wow! But yeah. then somehow they came up with Ghostbusters, and they were like, "Oh, this is work." And then they had the whole filmation problem. Right. But uh, while they were filming, since they did not secure the rights to Ghostbusters, the alternate name they came up with for the movie was Ghost Breakers. So there are several scenes in the movie that they had to film twice, such as when they're outside the firehouse and, and those two guys are hanging the Ghostbuster sign. Right. Well, there's footage of them doing the same exact thing, only they're hanging up Ghost Breakers. Interesting. And so they had to, because they didn't know what name they would have through editing. Did the and, logo change? No, the logo was the same, but uh-huh. the name. And I guess what was the tipping point, according to the documentary, was... The, the the scene at the end of the movie when they show up at the hotel or the, the apartment building. Right. They had like 400 extras. And the director's like, okay, we have to film this twice or something like that. And basically he's like, first round, you all have to shout, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. And they did it. And like they had 400 people shouting that. And apparently one of the producers called Columbia and he's like, we are not having all these people start screaming Ghostbreakers. We're going with Ghostbusters. Pay them whatever you have to. Just get the name. So apparently that was the tipping point. Right. Was the apartment building scene. Wow. Yeah. Probably because it's just a pain in the ass to get well, all those people the thing was, to too, sync was up that again and say Ghostbreakers. Ghost the thing was is that movie. it sounded yeah. better saying Ghostbusters because he's, yeah. he's, like, he's like, no, let's just pay them what they want. This sounds way better than Ghost Breakers, Ghost Breakers, Ghost <laughs> I, I, Breakers. Right. You know, and I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It you know, doesn't. Because they were busting ghosts. Yeah. I, I, think, I, think it, I think you're giving uh, people too much credit. I, I want to say that there's a little bit of like, not laziness, but just as like, this is way too much work to get 400 people to do this again. Because, <laughs> I mean, there's probably like, like cutaways and like close-ups and wide shots and you have to shoot a whole scene twice 
Plus, how expensive is film? And how exactly. film, ex- exactly. especially yeah. yes, back time back in that day, because you're talking about purchasing the film, developing the film, all that shit. Yeah. And the film a movie twice. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's expensive. I would love to see Ghostbreakers. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, the name is free. <laughs> you should you should go ahead and shoot that. No, watch Watch Columbia already own the rights to it, yeah, <laughs> just to right. be on the safe side. Yeah. They probably do. I mean, like, like, uh, just in terms of like, um, like my day job and stuff, and what we do, mm-hmm. we'll get, we'll buy a name, and we'll buy all the variations of it mm. for like a domain. So just for so no one else can snatch it. Just so, just just in case we need it, you know. Uh, so, for example, if we get, I don't know, uh, Red Day. Not that we would ever get anything like that, but you know, the Red Day dot com, right? We get Blue Day, we get Green Day, we get Orange Day, you get Ray Day, we get Ray Day. Yeah, you get you get the you know Red Night, you know <laughs> Red Night dot org, Red Night you know dot com dot etc. We don't do that anymore as much, but there was all a time right. where we would do all that. Oh man, you know, just out of fear of competition no not out of fear of competition but just because of of we wanted to be able to dominate that namespace so that if you should by accident not remember like if for some reason you don't remember the name or you mistype or get something wrong you still find us you know can i tell a tangent story absolutely it's on topic with what you're just saying Uh so i work at a school Mm -hmm. yeah and in the mid 2000s when kids were starting to get on the internet and stuff like this uh in one of the classrooms that i in the building that i worked at um the teacher wanted to go to the official white house website mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is whitehouse.org but unfortunately in front of her class she put in whitehouse.com no oh. what was that which was a hardcore point. What? <laughs> yes. What? Yes, it was. Who does that? Well, Someone maybe wants to get that's the reason why your company was buying all those names for that reason. Wow. Someone looked at whitehouse.com and was like, well, this is available. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, well, people look up the White House all the time. You, you, know? see, but, you see, the thing is, is too, is it's like there's a, a bit of deception there, right? So like you, you, you bought whitehouse.com. <laughs> Cause you want you want the hits, mm-hmm. but hits ain't gonna ain't gonna buy you uh, ain't, ain't gonna get you people to buy your stuff, whatever it is that you're selling. <laughs> Although who knows, you're a porn site, maybe yeah, in front of an entire class of kids. That's rough, man. How old were the kids? These are fifth graders. Oh, so they go fifth, home, and dude. Mom. Yes. mom, we went to the WhiteHouse.com. <laughs> oh, that's nice, dear. <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> no, did. mom, you don't understand. <laughs> we did to the Oval Office. <laughs> I don't. We know saw someone's that. ovaries. <laughs> I don't know if that website's still around, but I remember when it happened. It was a big deal within the school. Like, oh, like no one. Even fathom that. I mean, she mistakenly put .com instead of .org. Yeah. That's what happened. Oh, man. That's crazy. That's that's too bad. Too unfortunate. <laughs> unfortunate for her. Yeah. Okay. Can I keep that, or do I have to edit that story out? 
You can keep it. Okay. Just, I'm not me... telling anyone I work with that I do a podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just Ultimate making sure. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly, yeah, that's, that's why I have my, my pseudo name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too bad I drew mine out. You know, <laughs> it's all right, though. It works for me somehow. Yeah, everybody loves you with your, with your primo. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, but... um. So what else you got? You got anything else on the on that little? Uh... Uh, well, those are just the, the factoids I got from the the doc I watched. Uh-huh. The rest of my notes are I, I have um, two pages worth of notes of the breakdown of the original movie. Nice. <laughs> I was like, because uh, I didn't know like what you wanted to talk about, so I was just kind of like picking up things here and there. But mm. if I may, one of the things that you and I were talking about before you started filming was. Going back and watching these movies again, just like in the last two days, mm-hmm. made me appreciate and love the original so much more and made me dislike the sequel so much more. Really? I used to think they were comparable, but when I watched the second one, I was just like, this is, this is Ghostbusters light. So what is it about the second one that you don't like? A lot. I'm, <laughs> but I mean, is I, it is it the I feel, is it because it's repetitive? Because I mean, I always felt the first one was a, a duplicate of the second one. It's always what I felt because in the end, especially you get the giant monster, right? I mean, the giant ghost monster thing. There's a, okay, I so so looking back now, I, I this is all opinion. I can't verify any of this, but like mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I don't know the input of the people into the second one. I. I we kind of have an idea of the input of people mm-hmm. to the first one. Yeah. Bill Murray did a lot of his own stuff off the cuff. Yeah. And you kind of feel that when he delivers his lines. Like, even, for example, the line, um, it's lying to me. Apparently wasn't in the script. <laughs> you know? And every That's time they filmed that, he said something different. Yeah. They were like, well, okay, we're going with it's lying to yeah, me. Yeah. But in the second one... Like he just doesn't. It seems more scripted. He doesn't seem as natural. The jokes to me aren't as funny. Keep in mind, the first movie was edited down from a five hundred page script, so it was a completely original concept. Whereas I feel like, in my opinion, <coughs> I feel like the second movie was made to tailor to the audience of the cartoon, which was more children. Mm. Like, look at Janine. Like in the first movie. Yeah, and then in the cartoon, she was like had like a punk rock vibe, and she had the, and then what did she look like in the second movie? They made her kind of look like the cartoon as opposed to how she was in the first movie. And that's not to say that as a character she couldn't have changed, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I it just didn't sit well with me. I felt it was more like geared for children, whereas like there's some really scary shit in the first one. Like some of those practical effects are. Like the, the, the library ghost is pretty oh, frightening. Right, you know? yeah. Right. Um, um, that's just my opinion, I think. Well, you, you actually do hit on it because due to the fact that that movie did, the second movie did come out a couple years later and by that time, Ghostbusters was very popular when it came to the cartoons. Like we've had the discussion when we did the 80s cartoons. We did, we, our, my personal favorite was, Ghost, number three was Ghostbusters and his was number two. And we talked about it and the thing is is that not only was there were two sets of channels at the time airing two different types of Ghostbusters. It's the same series, but Channel Seven did a more high quality. I want to say it looks way better than the ones that were airing Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, but apparently it was all considered one series. And then yes, they did they did make her look like a punk rocker. And when the second movie came out, they made her look like that. Same thing too. When that happened, when they made her go, now she's attracted to Egon. No, to Lewis. Oh, really? In the second movie, she's with Lewis. Mm-hmm. In the cartoon, after that movie aired, mm-hmm. she's now with Lewis. Huh. And, and and also, Egon's character changed a little bit from I'll, the first movie. Like, I I don't know. I like like I'll watch the second one. I you know because but it came out in nineteen ninety, so I was um, you know it was on cable all the time. So I it's, it's etched in my memory. Mm-hmm. But watching it with a more critical eye and as an adult, I'm just like, man, the first one, the originality. Everything about it is just so amazing. And I just felt like the second one, it just I, it just didn't strike the same nerve with me. You know, yeah. it was just it was like Ghostbusters light. Like I like there was and there was also some questionable things in there that I didn't completely understand. Like like, you know, right right off the bat, in the in the first like three minutes of the movie, Egon's talking about, you know, he's experimenting about the effects of negative energy on physical environment, right? When he's filming like in that little lab, right? The couples, yeah, yeah, right. And so the whole rest of the movie is a, is mood slime. Remember, Bankman uh, oh. makes the jokes like mood slime because they make yeah. the toaster jump and stuff. Mm. But I didn't get like like why did some like the they use the slime at the end to help them because uh-huh. of the positive vibes of the people singing, but yet that like when the slime tried to attack Dana in her bathtub, mm-hmm. there was no negative energy in that moment. She was giving her kid a bath. So right. like, there was like I was a little confused on that. So like <clears throat> I wonder if if there was something happening like since you mentioned the fact that the first one had five hundred pages and it got completely turned around and flipped upside down and, and re- reconfigured, uh they probably had like a team of writers working on that, right? They probably had writer after writer after writer writing that thing. I don't think I don't know if Dan Aykroyd had the 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 writing chops at the time i I don't know uh but like i'm wondering is what happened in the second one did they then just said okay we trust you go ahead and do whatever you want and then it just got weird because dan Aykroyd is like we said a little weird i mean i was surprised to see that the writing credit for the second one still went to harold ramus and dan Aykroyd. like Mm, right it just didn't seem like the same the same the same kind of yeah you know and uh vigo yeah vigo the carpathian yeah like i guess he was an okay villain (laughs) but at the end he was just a giant head (laughs) 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 you you don't seem like you enjoyed the second well like no I, i mean i enjoyed it it's just that like i said like the second movie was more towards kids and they're using slime and to tell you it seemed like a giant commercial for kids you think so yeah well the the the, the guns came out and they were super soakers mm. you mm. know and pretty much what it was is like hey let's sell this make it a ghostbuster ah. gun i See? didn't i didn't realize that because they do look like super soakers right and then the, there was a toy where it had a backpack and you had to pump it and there goes the hose it was it was a gun it was a slime gun that's horrible the second movie came out in 89, right? Right. Think about what else came out that same summer, Batman. 
What a great year for movies. Summer. Oh yeah. It was it was a great time, the eighties, for a lot of good movies. <laughs> the year I mean before that was Beetlejuice. Yeah, there's oh. Beetlejuice, Gremlins, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, oh Indiana uh, Jones. Indiana Jones. Oh uh it's just Rocky. Okay. Uh, just, Rambo. Just just a whole slew of now, amazing okay, movies. Says, but I love Commando. Commando okay. was awesome. Hey. Predator. One of my was... favorite movies. I love Commando. Commando yeah. and Die Hard. Well, oh, Arnold God. Schwarzenegger just in general, like, you know, it's just... That dude... Well, that... you have to understand, too, Ron. If you Ron, ever have a show about Commando, invite me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told him we should oh. do a show about the 80s movies. We should we... do a show about 80s movies. Like, from 80 to 89, because after 90, it was garbage. We <laughs> got to do, we gotta do like, a show of, like, 80s movies, but, like, 80s action movies, because we haven't done that yet. Uh, we've done we've done like we've done like horror movies we've done musicals we never did 80s action movies because 80s action movies is like a separate genre almost to the to the extent that um sylvester stallone has almost brought that subgenre back you think so with with the uh, expendables exactly yes I that's what say. that is it's like a, a harking back to the '80s action guy because I mean, think about I saw I saw a meme and I was like, that's so fucking true. And there was it was a meme and the meme said, okay, these are your action heroes from when you were a kid, and it was Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Sylvester Stallone, etc. Right, mm-hmm. and then they're like, these are your action movie heroes today, and it was like. Iron Man, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange. And I'm like, holy shit. We went from buff dudes to nerds, you know? <laughs> and it's like, it's like, damn, man, what happened? <laughs> you know, like you had these super alpha types, right? And now you have like these really nerdy guys with Dude. superpowers, right? It's just I'm just running through my head right now that total 80s action movies, man. I'm like, action oh. movies in the 80s. And I, I and mean I, fucking Bloodsport, John oh. Connor Van Damme. You had all these fucking awesome what movies. What am I? All-time RoboCop. There you go. Aliens. RoboCop. Aliens. Aliens. Yes. Terminator, yeah. Yes. And one of my personal Terminator, favorites yeah. I loved and a lot of people were like, "Ah, oh, he sucks." <laughs> It was. I love Chuck Norris. Chuck yeah, Norris is cool. I, I love. Chuck I love Norris. Missing in Action was Delta Force. Missing in Action. <laughs> yeah. With Lee Marvin. Well, you uh, got. You got to love. Well, I mean, this was before the '80s, but you got to love like uh, that movie he did with Bruce Lee. You know? Right. Uh, what was it? it, it I want to say Chinese Connection. But I no. want to say Chinese Connection too. Yeah, but like it had different names because they changed them yeah. the, from the Chinese uh, release name. And to like the American uh, well, name. speaking of, I don't want to go off subject here, but uh-huh. when we watched, I was watching Expendables, and the second one came out, it blew my mind that all the action heroes are being pinned down by the by the rival army, and then the one guy that bails them out is. Chuck Norris. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes. And yeah. he's down there. It's like, oh, man, it's Quaid. It's Lone Wolf. Yeah. Like, you want to join us? No, nah, man, I work alone. Yeah. <laughs> so you want a commando factoid? Yeah, let's, let's, let's do this. this. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So... <laughs> Commando. I, I love Commando. I'm I so love, glad you said that. That's crazy that you love Commando. I love Commando, bro. It's yeah. badass. You guys, you guys have a lot in common. <laughs> we should do our own show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I come on? Of course you can. <laughs> Bring I the chips. I have the Commando soundtrack in my car, and I listen to it on the way to work 
What other soundtrack combines Jamaican steel drums, saxophones, and uh, synth bass lines? I can't think of any, but the Commando soundtrack does. All three so I, I listen. He listens to show tunes just like me. I'm cool. Okay, I'm not a nerd. Commando, commando factoid: Since you're a fan, uh, script was uh, written by. I hope I get the name right. Stephen De Souza. Okay. Yeah, okay. He also did script work. So he did the script rewrite for Die Hard. Die Hard nice. was based on a 1970s novel about a um, about a older j- cop who saves his daughter in a uh, building complex. The original idea was Die Hard was going to be Commando 2, where John Matrix saves his daughter from terrorists in the high-rise. Wow. Because D'Souza did both movies. I know why it didn't happen, though. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger would never fit through the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> through never the ducks. He would never get yeah, through the ducks. Never... Maybe one leg. It don't fit. It don't fit. But yeah. I thought that was interesting. That Commando... That Die Hard was... Uh, was going to be Commando 2 with John Matrix and his daughter. Wow. And his daughter would be, you know, older and they would be, you know, that terrible. Estranged and stuff. Yeah. This, is my, this is my new company. That's my did, big daddy right there. Did you guys ever listen to that well. Kevin Smith story where he talks about where he, like, they hired him to write uh, a Superman movie and they kept telling him to, like, they kept telling him to, like, put a giant spider in it. And, and, and yeah, there was this, like, yeah, no. Giant spiders are really scary. And he was talking to like the executive producer, right? The, basically, the guy who gives you money for it. And he's like, no, man, that's really fucking stupid. Spider-Man's not going to fucking fight a giant spider. You know, just squish him. I mean, Superman. Superman's not going to fight a, a giant spider. Like, it's just stupid. And he's like, no, you, you, you put a goddamn spider in this movie, right? And so I don't know what happened. I think there, I can't remember what, the, 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 what happened in the story, but he had a falling out and he was like, screw this, you know? And so, like, you know, he get he gets paid, he walks away, but, you know, he, they, you know, and that was the movie that was supposed to be done with uh, Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's super. Thankfully, funny. they didn't get made, no. right? But, like. The, the Tim Burton one. Was it the Tim Burton one? He was going to direct it. Yeah, he wow. was. So I whacked out with that event. Well, get this. So then later on. <laughs> Jack Skellington come down the building. <laughs> so later on, um, they, you know, he goes and watches a movie. Uh, starring Will Smith, right? Uh-huh. And it just happens to have the same producer in in the credits for this movie, right? And it's called Wild Wild West. And I don't know if you remember Wild Wild West, oh. but at the end of Wild Wild West, there a spider. there's a giant spider machine. <laughs> a giant mechanical spider. Yes. <laughs> yes, a steampunk spider. Yes. I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh, I, you're, you're serious? I am serious. Oh, I will, that is so I, I will see if I can. Uh, spiders. I don't know. I think he, he was really of afraid of spiders. He, and he thinks and that he would said, scare people. And then he spider. thought that uh. was terrifying, so he wanted to get that into a movie somehow. He must think Spider-Man's a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, said, exactly. Uh, Venom, oh my God. So, dude, I, I, I got to look for that, that video. i see if I can find it. But Kevin Smith has gotten himself in a lot of trouble lately uh, with that yeah. He-Man. Oh come on, with man! What? With He Man, He Man, what's up? He 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 uh, like wrote and produced and created a He Man movie, a He Man cartoon uh, uh, for Netflix. Netflix. Oh, is I, I didn't even know that. Thank you for letting me know. Is, uh. is it not good? Why did he catch heat for that? 
I think it's interesting. Uh, I think it's worth watching. I like it. I, I like it. I just did. You know, it's it's now it's, what's it's internet. You, it's internet rumor. Well, it's just more. Here's the thing. Like, uh, uh, well, first of all, let's let's ask. Okay, you've watched He Man. No. Okay. What do, what do you? The original He Man. The original He Man. Okay. That's my question. Mike, my my you. question is: You watched the original He Man. What is your view of him? You know what, what do you think of him when you see He Man? What do you think? What do I think of He Man? Right. Like like what what what, like what does he pre- what does he present? What is he what is he? He's the ultimate alpha male. He's yeah. Just, he's like you know I mean as opposed to his his uh, you know Prince Adam. Yeah. Like the dual identities mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean. He meant, I mean, he always wins, right? Like, he's the force of good. Well, you see, the thing is, do you want to watch this series? I, I, I recommend... I if you recommend it. I would. I, I, is, he, is he not that anymore? Well, here's the thing. Like, I don't... <laughs> stop, stop. No, don't tell him. I'm not going to say... No, no, no. How can they change He-Man that much? Just watch it, and then we'll talk about there's it. There's two series out right now of He-Man. So, there's, there's two? Yeah, there's a new one just came out, the new one. There's a new one? Yeah. Not Kevin Smith one? There's a sec. The Kevin Smith one will continue in, in December. Yeah. And then there's a new He Man right now with a different spin on it. What? Yeah. When did this happen? Last week. No way. <laughs> yeah. What? And what? And what? And what service? Netflix. Netflix. Netflix has two He Man series on it. <laughs> I did and, not know this. And this new He Man, I sort of, I, I dig it. Okay. I gotta watch this then. But it's, you didn't like the Kevin Smith. One. Oh, I like the Kevin Smith well, you one. Your eyes. Well, I rolled no, 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 your eyes because no, 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 no. what's going on with the internet. But you need to watch it. Well, you, you gotta watch it. <laughs> you then need we'll, to watch it. Then we'll talk about it. I like. It I so don't much, want. I bought the figures. So okay. well. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, there's a bit of a bait and switch. So, Ooh. so like, Ooh. I w- I don't want to give you too much because I want you to go watch it, and I think that's the problem. The problem is Kevin Smith, especially with the trailers and stuff, presents a certain type of series, you know? But then when you go watch it, it's not that series. Hmm. So, um, tell me Merman is in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, he is actually. He is actually. (laughs) Go check it out. There's a lot of fanfare in it. Um, Okay. But, um, but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not what you expect. Also, like, but like the first episode is is so delicious. It's the trailer. It's it's, it's pretty it's, much the trailer. But, the, <laughs> but like it's classic He Man. Yeah. Okay. It like amped up all the way, dude. Like they turned the volume up on that motherfucker if, if, all if, the way. It looked like the original filmation. Oh no 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 no! no, 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 no. They, no. They, they they like animatified it, you know. Okay. But like, but they like they, they turned on the He Man Alpha thing. Mm-hmm. They, they they took the dot on that sucker and they put it all the way into the red, dude. And they broke it. Yeah, <laughs> he, it was it's fucking. Awesome! That first episode's like, fucking you awesome. He-Man after that episode, <laughs> but like, if you don't want He-Man to change for you, you could stop right there <laughs> at that first episode. <laughs> I am so intrigued. By this. Wow. If you don't want to ever lose that awesomeness, and there's from- also a documentary of that series on Netflix. No way! I, no, yeah. I didn't With know this. Kevin shit. Smith as the host. Okay, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> He's gotten a lot of heat for this. Yeah. Go watch it. We'll talk about it afterwards. Maybe, I recommend maybe. it. It's a good... Don't get me wrong. It's I love it. It's good. It's, it's just... It's interesting. It's just there's a spin, 
I can't dig. Well, it's it, no, it's just that dig. there's a bit, there's a bait and switch. You yeah. thought you were showing up for something. They, they said they were going to give you hamburgers, and you ended up with tacos, and you're not in the mood for tacos. It's like a hamburger and sloppy Joe. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, wow. you know, it's it's absolutely fascinating. But like, if you just want classic He Man, watch that first episode and stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> wow man but but then but but i'm so intrigued you guys have, well you guys sold the series to me like i just want to blame us right? <laughs> well that's just it too right come, come back let's get one thing straight right <laughs> i thought it was great i thought it was interesting but it was i was like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> you know i remember thinking like oh wait a minute it's a deep series well i mean there's yeah because we talked about it afterwards right. it's it's a very deep and there's like there's a lot going on a it's lot of explanation like, needs to go on and it's you got like, you got to think about the whole fact that he's got the double life and all that but anyway go ahead we, we will talk i don't want to okay. talk anymore about it because then i'll give it away since but. we're talking about cartoon let's hit the ghostbuster cartoons let's this that's a good segue very good <laughs> i have my <laughs> moments i ain't gonna lie you're almost like if you were a podcaster oh my like, god like you're you should be on a podcast. I need a portrait of me. <laughs> so, um, so speaking of the series, like one of the the TV series, uh, I love that cartoon growing up. But one of the I've, I've said this before, but one of the most interesting series or characters in that in that cartoon series was uh, there is two there's two two things that kind of like freaked me out that I thought was awesome. There was the Sam Hain character. Okay. The Sam Hain character was just like the spirit of Halloween, essentially, right? He's like all evil and eventually gets trapped in the containment unit, right? To capture him and then uh, like gets released, right? And and so like both times, it, for me, it was epic, right? But, and then there's the, there's the episode where I don't even remember what happens in the episode because I was so young, mm-hmm. but I, I remember that the Ghostbusters, they go to this town, right? And uh, they're, they're trying to help this town. And in the town, they have both vampires and werewolves. And you don't really find this out until the end. Right. And as they're leaving, the werewolves and the vampires are fighting each other. And then um, Winston turns around and says, hey, what happens if when they start biting each other? And I was just like, what the fuck? What does happen if they start biting each other? And then the vampires and the wolf and the werewolves start biting each other and they start turning into this hybrid version of these monsters. I remember that that episode. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They they were fighting for the town because the town was hidden. So the vampires and the werewolves were fighting for it. And when the werewolves but the vampires, the vampires would turn into werewolves and the vamp and the and the werewolves would turn into vampires. They were yeah, <laughs> they were going back and forth. Yeah. And so that was a never-ending battle right there. That was awesome. But between that and the Sam Hain, what you're talking about, the Sandman, and yeah. all the, <laughs> the Boogeyman. Any of those would have been a better sequel than Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> Why can't we go with something like that? That's a great idea. They gave us in Ghostbusters 2. Why couldn't it have been Sam Hain? In the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That would have been, in my opinion, so much better than Ghostbusters 2. Like... Then you could have had the fan service from the, the animated series. Oh, wow. now that he mentioned amazing. that, there, there's an episode that they could have probably turned it into a movie since the second movie happened around Christmas and New Year's Eve, right? There's a scene, there's a cart, there's an episode where they sort of go into a snowstorm 
and the Ghostbusters are teleported to where um, what's the name of that guy? The, the 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 guy who fought who got visited by the three ghosts. Oh, the Scrooge. Scrooge. Yeah. They go to the Scrooge, and then they see that the guy is being attacked by three ghosts. The Ghostbusters bust those oh. ghosts. <laughs> okay, so that when they hit back out of town. That's a great story. Right? Cool. He writes a book saying how he defeated the three spirits of Christmas. Uh-huh. Okay, so when they go back into the future, there is no such thing as Halloween. It's Grinch Day. Oh, wow. Scrooge Day, my fault. So, like, Scrooge they changed time. So, and, they yeah. changed time. It's like, oh, my God, we just did something crazy. We just... Killed Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they have to go back. Not only that, they released the ghost into the containment unit. Yeah. So they had to go in and get them. And Egon had to go in there to get And then you see all the ghosts from the series. Again, all of these are better than Ghostbusters. You know, and it was like, now that he said that, that would have been an awesome freaking movie. That's, you know, that's a crazy thought, man. Like, they, they more than once... Uh, went into the containment unit to get something. Right. And, and I remember one of those times they went into the containment unit and they passed they passed by Sam Hain. Sam Hain was like floating around on a little like asteroid type rock. And I'm like, oh shit, it's like space in there. Right? right. It's but almost it, like uh, Ant-Man in the, with the quantum realm. Yes. Oh, yes. It was kind of like that. Yeah. Exactly. It was yeah. very quantum realm. That episode you're talking about is when they accidentally put Slimer in the tr- in the containment unit. Is that what happened? Yeah, and he got, and then Peter Venkman put on the suit to jump and get him out of there. That's crazy. And Any of that would have been better than Vigo the Carpathian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all these stories are so much better. Like, you could take any one of these stories, you're right, and just kind of, like, expand them and... and, and... I know this never would have been possible because you had two different movie studios, <laughs> but just to throw this out there... Um, how badass would it have been to have a Ghostbusters and Beetlejuice crossover? Fuck! Right? Man. Dude! Right? Why not? Shit! Why not? Take my money! <laughs> Take my fucking money! Just Make it! tacos to Make it! it. Just so... put tacos in it and I'm <laughs> in it. <laughs> All right, so I, I gotta tell you, like, like I was, uh, before um, Ghostbusters after, which I, I hope we have time to speak about the trailers uh yes the the show. absolutely um but like a few years ago you know i was thinking of other fan films to do because michael myers and i thought about ghostbusters and i had an, an idea for a ghostbusters fan film but it would have been more of like a just like a trailer type but like but not not for me to make but like just imagine like a world where i could actually make a ghostbusters movie uh-huh i totally would have had a beetlejuice crossover and i would have had like like so, for example, if if um, if I were making the new Ghostbusters movie, and I'm sure Afterlife is going to be amazing, but years before that, when I was thinking about it, if I made a Ghostbusters movie, I would have had a Beetlejuice crossover, and I would have thought, okay, Ghostbusters are coming back uh, into business, right? I thought it would have been kind of cool to have uh, Craig T. Nelson and Joe Beth Williams from Poltergeist show up as clients. Whoa! Oh. Even if they can't play them characters, but, but just, just to see them, you'd be yes. like, I know who they are. And yeah, then, yeah, we have a problem in our house. The TV, blah blah blah. You all these that would be hilarious. That'd be funny. And like people, some people would get it, some people wouldn't, and but it'd be okay would be if like, they didn't. Guys. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's great. Imagine if you brought Michael Keaton back as Beetlejuice to be in a Ghostbusters movie. Oh, that would be so bad. You you don't even have you don't even have to like have Michael Keaton. 
be Beetlejuice if you couldn't. You could just you just have him appear being being a ghost or maybe be doing something Beetlejuicey, you know? To be in, yeah, I mean, imagine to be, the Ghostbusters against the sandworms from Beetlejuice. You know what I mean? You have oh, those, that'd be great. They have Tobin's Spirit Guide and the Handbook of the Recently Deceased right next to each other. So you know? we've been wanting to do a story on the Tobin Spirit Spirit Guide. We got we, the book. We got the book. I got a copy of the book. He's got a copy of the book. Did you really? Yeah, we're, we're, this is part of this. Is, oh, I, I meant to say this. I meant to tell you. We're 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 doing like a like a series of Ghostbuster things. Oh, cool! So like this is the first episode. Uh, we'll we'll do a second one uh, on the Tobin Spear Guide, and we'll probably do a third one once the the, the movie comes out. The the new movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, it look it does look that amazing. It looks really good. I I'm excited. I'm excited. They got Paul Rudd in it. I'm like, dude, what, yeah. are, you, what are you doing in this movie, right? <laughs> Which I yeah, I mean, I'm a huge Paul Rudd fan. He's great. Yeah, like. I totally have a man crush on him. He, uh, he, uh, I was a, I'm a fan of his simply because uh, not only did he play Ant-Man well, his very first movie was Halloween 6, Curse of Michael Myers. Oh, fuck. Was it his first movie? <laughs> yeah. his really? His first movie was in the Halloween universe. He got to bash Michael Myers in the head with a fire extinguisher. That's great. <laughs> what a way to start a career. You know? <laughs> right? Bash yeah. someone's head in, yeah. Oh, we were, we were we were talking about that because I told him we should do a book review, and I told him, you know what, we've been talking about Ghostbusters forever, and I said we should do one. They always bring in the cartoon and in the movies they mention it all the time. Tobin Spirit Guy, Tobin Spirit Guy. He brought that up, and I'm like, wait a minute, yeah, they always do talk about that shit. I'm like, is there a book? And he's like, yeah, there's a book. And so I go is look. Is it written? Like an actual spirit guide, or is it written? It's as a like spirit a Ghostbuster book. No, it's no, a, it's a it's, spirit guide. It's a. That's so they got awesome. they got the monsters, and then they tell you what the monsters do and that their power so sets awesome. and their origin. Yeah, of how I, I have a copy here. So I'm sure there's some sure gozers in there. And... I didn't read it yet. Oh, oh, oh. gozers! I think go, uh, everyone. It's a it's the Ghostbuster edition. So it has the extended Ghostbuster edition attached to it. So it actually talks about the ghosts from the movie. Like so, the brothers who got executed in part two. The Scalari brothers. The Scalari brothers are on there. You know. So, so the, the so int- awesome. it, it's crazy too because they tell you like what kind of like all that all that jargon that they use to describe like what kind of monster, you know, what kind of ghosts they are and how strong they are. Yeah. They got all that 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 crazy jargon in there. That's so, so awesome. It is very awesome, <laughs> and, and they got wow. some great. I'll show you. I'll show you before you leave. Where I'll did sh- you get this? It's on Amazon. Yeah, we got there's there's a few different versions of it. There's like a brown cover, and then there's a green one. The red one is supposedly I don't know the the one that that that's the one that we got. Okay. Just so that we're on the same page, but I I think the red one's supposed to be the better one. I think the green one has like I don't know like problems with it or something. I don't know. Like the re the green one is like revamp of the brown one. The brown one is the original book, but it's a hard cover, and it's um just. Just words. They don't show nothing. This the green one is just like the one we got. Yeah. It has pictures and tells the story of what's that. But it's but, not it's not the it's not updated. Okay. So the one we got is the Ghostbuster updated one. So it actually explain talks about the ghosts from the movies as well so as cool. the stuff that they 
Jarvin all through the series. How you know? awesome is that? The actual spirit guide from the original movie. Yeah. That is so badass. Uh, uh, yeah. I like, can't believe I never knew about that. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny because he brought it up. I'm like, dude, you, you're fucking bullshit. He's like, he's bullshit. He looks it up. He's like, holy what? shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I want this. <laughs> now I want it. Yeah. I should have I had, I should, put, I should put it down here, but I wanted to read it. So I didn't bring it down. I told him before you read it, do an egg wipe on it just to make yeah, sure. Egg wipe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know what the egg wipe is. No, no. That's how you get rid of evil spirits and the and the and the evil eye. Oh that, no, I did not know. That. That's a that's a Mexican hocus pocus thing. Yeah, you grab an egg, yeah. you just do just sana sana whatever, and then I don't think it's sana sana whatever, dude. I think it's it's it, they will. I mean, it's like I don't know what the I've never had it done. I don't know what it's like. I just know that fucking Mexicans do it. <laughs> <laughs> my mom supposedly knows how to do this right shit. you know for all i know she probably did it when i was a baby or whatever but like uh, like the different ways that you could do this like you take this egg and you rub it on the person and then i i guess you're you're chanting maybe maybe you're meditating while you're doing it i don't know but like they they rub this egg on you right and the egg is raw and then there's from my understanding there's a couple different things you're supposed to do with it mm -hmm. like one you know you're supposed to bury it because now the egg has all the evil in it it has the evil eye now the evil eye as i understand it is just like uh especially for kids it, this is why it's important like for for and again this is nonsense this is superstition don't you fucking people start believing this shit you guys are it's listening Mexican to this. jargon this that's is, what it is this is this is nonsense but like you know one of the wives tales is that if you um if you compliment a kid too much, you know, uh, or if you like, you know, kind of give too much affection or like a kid that's not really your kid too much, you're supposed to touch them on the head because the, the eye or the, 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 the admiration that comes from an adult is too powerful for a kid. It's too much for them to take. So if you touch them on the head, you dissipate that energy they've collected. Wow. Crazy shit. Anyway, so that's why you touch him on the head. You say, "Ay, mijo, qué chulo eres." You know, oh, how cute you are. You know, you smack the top and, out of and you and you and you get, and you dissipate oh. the the is evil this, eye. Is this a tradition that's still? This is time? this is like some of yeah, like this is stuff that people still do. You know, yeah, but it's like, true. But like uh, you know, people it, it's gotten to this point where it's like people do things and they don't even know why. So it's like, "Ay, mijo," that's what you know. They don't even know why they're touching your head, but they know they should. You know, wow. that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so that's... you're going to rub an egg on the Tobin spirit kind. <laughs> to like suck the evil eye out of it. <laughs> but really I mean, that's... That ghost book. <laughs> but you know, what happens is the adult sometimes gives that, does that to a kid and doesn't realize that they did it. And so sometimes that comes in with uh, envy too. Like if someone envies you for some reason, they they may not mean to but they gave you the evil eye because they've envied you so much for all the things that you have or whatever. And so that sometimes that's un it's, it's, it's basically unwanted attention is I guess what it is, right? right? It's attention that you've gotten that you don't know necessarily that you're getting and you're not ready for. And, and now you've absorbed that and that, and that, that, that negative energy is stuck on you. Okay. And one of the ways to get that off of you is with an egg. <laughs> you know, so you take an egg and they rub it on you, and whatever hocus pocus manner is done. I don't know what they do if they dance around or whatever. I don't know what they do. I just know that there's egg and there's rubbing, 
And then they take the egg, and then once that egg has collected all the evil eye in it, you bury it. Is this a practice that would be done several times on the same person, or is it one time? Uh, I, you, I guess you can get it several times, yeah, because I guess it's like you you can continue collecting, especially if people envy you a lot, yeah. you know, or, or, or people wish you bad, you know? Okay. That's what so, the ghost supposed to should have done. The egg wipe on the ghost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, egg wipe on themselves. So, yeah. You know, but anyway, like, so then the other thing you're supposed to do with the egg is, is, uh, you're, you're supposed to crack open the egg, right? And like that you, I've seen. And you crack open the egg, you can see who gave you the eye. <laughs> I heard the yolk will give you the face of the person. I'm oh, like, get the fuck out of here. The one I've this seen was that they they do the <laughs> egg wipe. Yeah. They do the egg wipe, and then what they do is they crack the egg under your bed as you sleep. Then in the morning, when you wake up, the egg is cooked. <laughs> and that supposedly collected all the bad vibes, and then it's like. You're just grab it and you throw it away. And you throw it away. Yeah. I don't know. I the other thing I've heard is it's something similar where like you're supposed to have water underneath your bed right. or you're supposed to have or you put water and an egg in there and that does similar stuff. So like while you're sleeping it protects you or sucks the egg out, the 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 evil the, out of you. The evil. The, the evil eye. I, sh I shouldn't say evil but like the evil eye. The 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 basically the the bad wishing. And um I'd love to know what all this is like rooted in. Like, like I don't know where it came from. I, I, I you know, uh, Mexican culture is, you know, as everybody knows, is a unification of two different cultures: the Spaniards and the indigenous peoples of the Americas. So, like, I can't tell you if it came from the Spaniards or if it came from the indigenous. My guess would be that it came from the indigenous peoples, hmm. but I don't, really don't know. You know, that would seem to make more sense because, like. The, the the Spaniards that came over were were what Christian yeah right so and then everything that you described is, is, is you don't really find in Christianity so yeah yeah, yeah wow so like um but yeah like uh yeah there's a lot of like like little weird little nonsense things <laughs> like that but um but yeah like you would you would take that egg and, <laughs> and you crack it open. And you're supposed to be able to see who, who did it. Who did it? You know. And yet another example of what would have been better than Ghostbusters too. <laughs> <laughs> the fortune of the take. Yeah. I mean, there's so much. There, there's also uh, since we did that already, we did we talked about Ghostbusters. The there is one episode that stands out to me, and I sort of do like it. And it focuses on, it focuses on um, Winston. Okay. Winston somehow got thrown into another universe, and it just so happens to be the ghost universe. And that world, humans are trapped. That is so cool. Instead of <laughs> ghosts, so, so the, the ghosts are the, as the main species of that of that, of that world. Of that world. So you see Egon, Peter, and Ray as ghosts. And they're busting humans. And they're busting humans. That's interesting. So they have like techno-organic blasters that shoot slime to capture humans. And then what does that do? They put them in a trap. They put them in a containment unit. Yeah. And it's a big box where just a bunch of humans are. Is that where he goes? That's where he goes. And how does he get out? 
he somehow finds a way to bust somebody helps him or something and they bust out and it's like i think it's like a a human version of slimer whoa yeah that helps him escape or something and then they they make it back and then he they somehow followed him and he busts them now you have three versions of the ghostbusters ghost ghostbusters inside the containment unit that was one of the episodes that really stood out to me. That's crazy. I gotta go back and watch all these. Yeah. The I only thing is... It, yeah. it, it, it sounds trippy. The, the thing is, too, is like, is it gonna be like Thundercats? Where, like, I go watch the you old Thundercats I, and the old Thundercats suck. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I Because, like, there's this... In my, tell me that. I only have good memories of that. Yeah, like, me and him talked about Thundercats once. <laughs> and I, 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 like, I can't remember what happened, but something inspired me to go and... And pick up Thundercats, and I was thinking like, like I remember thinking like, oh, Thundercats when I was a kid was so great. And so I went to some fucking convention, like a nerd that I am, and and picked up like bootleg copies of like old Thundercats episodes. And it happened to be the quest of like Lion-O quest, right. where he like becomes Lord of the Thundercats, right? And in my head, I remember that being the dopest series because <laughs> he takes on all the Thundercats. And then I watch it, and I can't get through the first act of the first episode, dude. Oh, it's so rough. Huh? It is so, so rough. Like, the voice acting, the the writing, all of it. I'm like, oh, this is so hard to watch. I can't believe I used to watch this. And then I can, all I can think about is, like, no wonder my dad hated me watching TV. Because he would come in the room, and he'd see me watching this shit, and he'd be like, what the fuck are you watching? turn that shit off and i'm like dad this is cool shut the fuck up dad you know like and my dad's like this is horrible and i'm like no it's not and now that i'm grown up and i see this i'm like holy shit no wonder my dad hated me wow. <laughs> this stuff is sucky yeah <laughs> like the thing okay the difference between that and Thun- and ghostbusters and thundercats is like you, you think ghostbusters was better i think Ghostbusters. i i enjoyed it more I don't want to go watch it and then be pissed at you for making me watch it. Well, you're a Ghostbuster fan. Either you like it or you don't. No, dude. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Thundercats fan too, dude. But I went and go back and, and watched it and then I couldn't stand it. Oh, well, that's, that was... I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, okay. I'm, I'm, I, like I told you, we, and I had the same effect with him. when we, he, They watched Thundercats. I started watching it. And I told him, dude, some of them episodes were like... I couldn't breathe. They were garbage. I was like, Jesus, garbage. This episode gave me cancer. This is fucking you know? garbage. And I was like, oh my God. And then I was like, I told him, I was like, how far did you go? I'm like, I'm first trial of Lino. And that's it. Yeah. And I said, I had to take a break. I said, like, man, I find it hard to breathe. What was yeah. the name of the gray cat? Oh, that was Panthro. Panthro. Panthro was so badass. <laughs> Panther was so badass. He was about, a black dude we, we called, we called who was a mechanic <laughs> and a, a, like a technology expert and master the martial arts and master of the martial arts and the nunchucks. So he, he was, was like, like the most skilled motherfucker dude there, dude. And he drove a lowrider because he was he, he's he the, the baddest thunder, ride. The thunder tank had hydraulics. And he's like, Didn't he be like? Wasn't he like you can't use my thunder cat, my thunder tank? No, he get mad if you scratch it. Yeah. You can take it. Well, because the motherfucker made it himself with his like, own two hands. You better bring it back in one piece. That guy made everything. 
the most talented motherfucking Thundercat. He's like he's Lionel, the black Thundercat, dude. Panthro. Like, Panthro. Or Panthro, I'm sorry, not Lionel. Panthro. Panthro, master of the martial arts, master of the nunchucks, <laughs> technology expert, mechanic. What did the other fuckers do? Well, the, Tigra built the, to- the, 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 the castle. Tiger built the castle? Tiger I don't Tiger. think so. He did. I think Panthro did that. If you watch it, which I know you're not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> you can just make shit up, man. No, no. Don't make shit up. I'm not making shit up. not making shit up. You see, Tigra and Chitara are talking about building the cat's lair. Okay, so aside from Chitara being fast... What other skill set did she bring to the she table? Was staff, she right? was the eye candy. No, dude, that's not, that's not enough. That's not enough. That's not enough. There's five of you. You got to repopulate. You got to remake the civilization. You got to participate. Work ahead you, of got, you, you, got, you can't just be like the baby maker. You got to like do something other than just panthro. Like alpha male, man. Like think about it. More what, so than Lionel. More so yeah. than Lionel. Technically, Lionel was still a kid in a man's body. Yes. Because he never growed. He was in a chamber all that time. Exactly. He has the mind of a kid. On top of that, what skill sets did he have other than kicking ass? But isn't that enough? No. What was the 80s? Maybe Maybe it was enough. He was a leader, but like, what did you the leader? Like, how is he going to be a leader? He's like 15. Well, he was a leader, but he technically had to earn that right. By going through the trial. Yeah, but that was a physical trial. If they gave him a fucking a, 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 an examination, like gave him some tests and say, okay, two like what's... Plus two. Yeah. I if bet you got kid, two furballs and bet, you take one away, how many I you got? I bet he couldn't <laughs> figure it out. I bet you. Fucking Lionel probably could. Lionel's probably a fucking mathematical genius. You're talking dude. about Panthro. Oh, I'm sorry, Panthro. <laughs> Panthro. Panthro's probably a fucking math- mathematician, dude. Think about it. He, he fucking he had to make all the weapons, all the electronic weapons. And he did. And he made he made the tanks. He did all this stuff. He was a genius. He was not only that, but he was also like uh, like like a I'm going back and watching this series <laughs> with my son. Yeah. I'm gonna watch Thunder. And then you're gonna be like, "This shit sucks." <laughs> Mikko never watch this yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, he tinkered with all kinds of stuff too. Like he he was an inventor. Yeah, he was the inventor. He was the inventor. He was that dude. That dude. If all the other Thundercats died, that guy would be okay so long as he had Chitara to multiply. Oh yeah, you, you forgot about Pumara, man. Pumaro came along later, right? But it doesn't matter, but she was there. <laughs> Dude, like that's the other Who thing. Who were the two kids? Wiley oh, Kit Wiley and Kit Cat. And Wiley Cat. You see? Wiley Kit and Wiley Cat. Yeah. Okay. We had to wait for her anything? to mature before yeah. anything even else happened for Did her. Did they offer anything other than just getting in trouble? That's I it. I think that's it. They just got in trouble. Just got I in think trouble. so. Yeah. I think they, they, lost a, they lost a lot of boards through the series. Okay. Panther was pissed. <laughs> I think they were like maybe like maybe they helped with farming or something. Farming my butt, they didn't do nothing. You don't think they did it? No, all they did was fly around, lose the board, and hey, we lost the board. Can you make us another one? <gasps> Fucking Panther must have been like, what the fuck, man? Man, I'm gonna tie yeah. that to your ankle, man. What the hell? I, I, w- I mean, if I was Panther, I would be like, dudes, I got shit to do, man. I'm like building weapons so that fucking. That asshole Mumra doesn't come over here and fucking try to kill us, you know? Damn, like, you quit just... losing the fucking boards, will you? You know? Like, that's how I would be mm-hmm. if I was Panthero. I'm like, look, assholes, quit losing the boards. This is the last fucking board I'm making you. 
This is the last fucking. You lose this one, you're walking everywhere, you fuckers. That's, that's a Hispanic <laughs> part of it. That's the Latin. That's the Latin. <laughs> yeah, well, Panther if you was, lose it, you're, that's it. You're yeah. walking home, okay? Yeah. Andale, cabrón. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, he's Panthero is Cuban, right? Instead, like, instead, of, <laughs> instead, of, instead of like lunchucks, he has like a chain with chanclas tied to it. Oh, he's like, dude, he's, dun, 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 he's so dangerous. Yeah, it's, it's brutal, man. <laughs> chanclas are slippers. Yeah. Will there ever be a Thundercats reboot as a movie? We've talked about this. I don't know. The guy, doing he, again. the director, yeah. and the director who directed Godzilla vs. Kong. Yes, we did talk about this. Was offered the director's chair for a live action Thundercats. I don't know, and bro. Agreed. No, he agreed. So they are going to do it. Yeah, they're just, I waiting don't on, know. they're just waiting on the script because he said, I'll do it if it's. If it's like supposed to be Thundercats, not like this guy said, cats with swords, you know? How would they make that look? I don't know, man. I don't want to go. I don't want them to do CGI because well, it'd be dude, terrible. Look what happened with Cats, that movie Cats, right? Like, look creepy. They not only look creepy, but it was horrible. Like, I mean, I never saw it, but I, I, it, it, I've seen YouTube videos about it making fun of it, and yeah. it, they look creepy. Yeah, Taylor Swift was one of the cats. <laughs> I didn't know that. Taylor yeah, Swift she, and the girl was... from. Um, High note, the big girl. Um, the British, yeah, she's a British. Oh, comedian. Uh, Wilson, yeah, I know who you're talking about. She came out in Bridesmaids. She's, she was a girl with the she's not tequila British, she's worm tattoo. Rebel right? Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Yes, yes. She she, she was. Okay. You she have was a great that. mind no, no, for no. all these names, man. I can't remember a goddamn <laughs> I remember name. Leslie Jones, though. I, yeah. Uh, at the beginning of the show, I got hit in the head too much. That's my problem. As we spoke before, yeah. yeah. That's why got, I don't. Drink. I probably got dropped a couple of times, but yeah. it's okay. But so then, like. <laughs> yeah i don't know man i don't know if that'll work dude i don't know if that'll work because i mean if they make uh, it's just like it's it's hard it first is hard all, it's first of all you're looking at humanoid cats and a lot of people don't even they have a hard time with just a big guy in a suit you know i, I mean if someone can pull it off what it'd problem? be hollywood right i mean it hollywood can pull it off as long as there's enough fan service, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because like that—that's—that's that's the lesson we're we're learning from from these the reboots that we see, like the you know, um, Star Wars: Force Awakens. All the fan service that you know went back to New Hope. Yeah. The new Halloween movie <clears throat> that came out in 2018. Like I don't know if you guys saw that. Did you see that Halloween? Yes. And, yeah, he would watch even that. The, even Halloween Kills that's coming out. Like all the the, the fan service to the original movie. You know, like down to the point of the same exact shots. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, like, like so, so we know that like they know the formula. They know what people want. They know what's going to get the best applause, which is staying true to the original material. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Which may be again another reason why 2016's Ghostbusters didn't work. There Not enough. Enough fans. Are, like based on what I've seen in the trailer for Afterlife, it is just, it is just. Fan service through, through Dude, the, as, well, so, as of, soon as they throw the, like it caught my eye. I was like, ah, I really not, I don't, don't want to see it. I really don't want to see it because I was like, they're gonna mess it up again. Afterlife. Afterlife. This is before. There's there's only one image that said, that's it. What was it? Ecto one. Ecto one. Ooh, it's okay. original Ecto one. The original Ecto one when he found it in the barn. Yeah. It said Ecto one. I'm like. It looks so amazing. I I'm don't like, remember what? if Ecto-1 had that side 
uh, Gunner. Okay. That was but a cartoon that, thing. I was going to say, that's in the as toy. Was, as was the the uh, ghost catcher on the remote control car. Yeah. Right. In the trailer. Like, I've never played the video game, but I heard that's in the video game too. The Gunner chair as yeah. well as the, the ghost catcher, the mobile ghost catcher. Right. That's amazing. Which I, I've never played the video game, but uh -huh. I, I heard that the video game features all the actors in it, and it's like part it, of Ghostbuster Candy. Except like, for yes. Winston. Winston's, not, Winston's not, in? not in it? No, you're the fourth Ghostbuster. Oh, so you're no. Winston. Yes. You're not so Winston. You didn't get to hear his voice or anything? You're not Winston. You're just the You're just the fourth Ghostbuster. Man, Winston gets cut out. That's yeah, kind of jive. It sucks. Cool. It sucks. But I, then it's like <sighs> I mean, it's like a first person view. So, so it's you. You see Peter Vakeman, Ray Stance, and but it's canon, right? Like, yeah. Like it's like you see, they carried it on. Like it's like it, it actually. Is canon, yeah. It actually comes out to the point where it's like it's actually part one. Oh, they're yeah. looking for a fourth Ghostbuster, and you you're coming looking for the job. Oh, okay, that's kind of cool. I don't know. See, I mean, what what kind of caught my attention right away with with um, the trailer, which I don't know if you guys caught it, but. Going back to the original Ghostbusters, the Evo Shandor. Um, okay, do you remember the Evo Shandor character? No, I don't. Ghostbusters, the original. So he's never in it. He's the architect that makes the apartment building. Yeah, he's oh! the one. He, he's the architect who had like seances on the roof. On the roof, and like he was an evil doctor who did all these horrible experiments, like like live Shit. surgeries on people. He was, a, and so he joined or he founded a gozer uh worshiping cult yeah and he used to have seances and so he basically uh, um, through the architecture of the building it was meant to be an antenna to this other dimension that's right, right. well if you noticed in the afterlife trailer have you seen the Afterlife trailer where um, the, the kid from Stranger Things yeah. is looking down the shaft and that red light comes up? Yeah. Shandor Mining Company. Shit. So it's like, okay, they're going with the Evo Shandor because he didn't, he wasn't from New York. Mm. He, I don't know that he was from wherever they filmed this next movie, but Evo Shandor is the, the architect of the apartment building, or the apartment building. His name is on the mining company. Some ghost comes out of the shaft. You see the devil dogs. You see Gozer come back. Yes. It's like, talk about fan service. They went as far as bringing back the architect of the original. That's fucking tight. Right? right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, and that's because you had Jason Reitman, the son of Ivan, like, on board. Like, they did it right now. 2016 didn't have any of that. Yeah. But no. this is all of that. And, like, I've never had, like, you know, when, I remember when the, the latest trailer came out, which was maybe a month ago or so. It was, I think it's the last trailer before the release. When, um, it, did you guys see it? With It ends with Ray? Yes. I see that. I haven't seen yeah. it. They posted it on Facebook. I gotta, I gotta check it out. What I don't want to ruin it. No, no, no. Tell me what happens. Well, they, okay. So it looks like it's Egon's daughter is the mom. And then it's her two kids. The granddaughter is the one in the gunner's chair who's okay. shooting mm -hmm. the stuff. And uh, they, they're they watching the YouTube video of the original Gusper saying, you know, we believe you with the phone number. Yeah. And um, the clip shows, I think it's the mom or it's the granddaughter dialing the number. And the trailer ends. 
and Ray's a cult bookstore, and Ray picks up the phone. Wow. Like, that's badass. Yeah. And all of it, you hear Dan Aykroyd's voicing, we're closed. Yes. But you see his hand in the bookstore pick up and answer the call. I'm like, that's badass. Answer the call. <laughs> answer the call. Dude. Quite literally, he answers the call. He answers the call. Like, yeah. And that's, that's one of the big kind of like... Uh, like uh, story kind of points for like a hero's journey, like answering the call. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I'm very curious to see, how, like I'm guessing if I were to bet any money, I would say this is probably the last movie, but like it seems like it's getting passed on to the kids. Yeah, it like is. They're discovering the equipment. Mm -hmm. She's shooting the, 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 uh, the, you know, the proton pack. Um, they got the Ecto One, you know, the ghost trap. Like they even find a ghost trap and they bring it to Paul Rudd's character, in the uh, right? Who I think is probably like a, an antagonist of some sort. Oh, do you? I I got something. Ooh, that would be cool. I got some kind of hint that he might be like a like an evil character or like an antagonist hmm. in the in the trailer. I can't remember what it was. I think it was just like one of those like he like shifty eye things. And oh. he because right now you just think he's like the the fanboy. Yeah, actually he he acts like the fanboy. Like, oh, do you know what this is? Yeah, where'd you get a copy of this? And he goes, "Copy, this is the original one." And yeah, he's like, what? Your dad's your dad's a Ghostbuster, and he's like, "No, I was like it was my grandpa." And he goes, "What's a Ghostbuster?" You know, and they're like, "You don't know what a Ghostbuster is?" Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I was like, "Wow, I, I love all that." I'm like one of the busy, biggest. I want to say I want I want to be a big fan, but I know I'm not. But I know there's guys out there bigger than me. And I told him like I went and bought the figure sets, the first ones. And it's like all you six toy collector to this yeah. guy. Like the six figures. If you get the six figures, which is from the first original first, uh, Ghostbuster movie back in the eighties. No, recently they just oh. Hasbro released um, Ghostbuster figures like authentic to the movie. Okay. So they have the original ones from the original movie, and it's like a build a character. So you have Dana, Gozer, the four Ghostbusters each have a part to a figure, and the figure is Zool. Wow. Really? Right. And then if you're a real fan like I am, it's like it has uh, Lewis and the other Hellhound together as a two set. Vince Clortho. Yeah. <laughs> the key... The... Keymaster. Keymaster, key yeah. Yeah, so I was like, my girlfriend's like, are you going to get the other two? I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to get the other two. That's hilarious. Are, they, are these like at Target or something? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Walmart. Okay. You, you see okay. my Walmart. But they already sh came out with that uh, the Plasma series for the new movie, and they have the kids. Oh, that's cool. And each one has a part to another character, which looks like a walking hellhound. Uh mm. Yeah, so I was like, I don't want to get them yet. She goes, Why not? Because I don't want to know who the character is yet. I want, I want to see the movie. Because you see in the trailer, uh, I, I think it was the second. Because there was a teaser, then there was the first, and then there was the final. So I think it's in the first trailer. Paul Rudd's in his car, and the paw, the paw of like the gatekeeper lands on his hood, mm -hmm. and you hear the snarl of the demon dog, and you know, like he looks up, and I'm like, Oh, that's so badass. Yeah, <laughs> like they brought back all those characters, and you see like that red spirit shoot out of the mine shaft. Yeah. And you know there's something up, but but like very quickly the glance over Evo Shandor mining, I'm like, oh. So it's it's awesome. Like wow, you really took this apart because like I didn't I didn't I got excited that the dogs were back, mm -hmm. 
but also now that you've mentioned all this, it makes sense that they would tell you, oh, here, you know, the dogs are back. And then you're thinking, oh, it's the dogs again. It, it, they're just giving you a little bit. They, it's a little not, taste. A little taste. That's that's not the, the end-all, be-all bad guy. Mm-hmm. So like no. you're saying, the architect is in this. Well, his name is on there. Well, he's and, probably in it. And, and, and well, Gozer is definitely in it. Yeah. You see her come out. And one of, one of like out of a pit, uh-huh. you see her arm. They're not going to give you the dogs without Gozer. Well, they're probably going to give you something bigger than that. Wouldn't it be great if they started reaching into the animated series? And what if it was some like Sandman or, or some crazy obscure character? Yeah, I I, I think I think it's going to be some kind of like demon version of this architect you're talking about. That'd be cool. Because I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Like yeah, from what you tell me. Him in the first movie. Yeah. Um, I guess he's in the video game, right? Oh, he there he, a, a he is. There's more of a history. They talk about the hotel. They talk about him. But you never see him. But you don't see him. It's like pretty much what it is. Is like both the first movie and a little bit of the second movie, but they don't introduce the slime thing. Okay. It's something else. It's something, and that that game actually came out years ago, and they just re-released it for the PlayStation Four. Okay, you know, guys. So from there, I was like, I just had to get it. I'm like, I I loved it, and then I thought it was. I thought the truth was, I thought it was going to be the arcade game, the one that we were you 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 had the Pro Champ X as the first view game, and I thought that's what it was. But actually, what it ended up being, it was a whole new game itself. So wow. you play the fourth Ghostbuster. And they cut out Winston. I I, How I mean, that make you feel? Uh, <laughs> I mean, because that would have upset me. I I, I mean, like I, I feel bad for Ernie Hudson. Yeah, like he his part got cut down in the first movie. He right, kind of just like like they didn't do that to Bill Murray or any of the other characters. Can't right? Yeah, uh, I know. But like Winston well, was a cool character. He was, and you know, and he did do a lot of like. Like uh, character building in the series too. That there was, I don't know, I don't know what season it was, but in like in one season they went back, they did back backgrounds on each character. Okay. Like Egon, since he's into science and everything like that, he actually his descendants are wizards. Oh wow! Okay. Okay. And Winston is his descendants are like ancient. Demon Slayers from really? Africa. Winston. Winston. Huh. Ray is some sort of a, I want to say a, a witch, a warlock. His, his descendants are warlocks. And they trapped, there's an episode where he went back in town and everything, back to his old town. And apparently his family buried some sort of dragon somewhere in their town and it was waking up wow. that was one of them and i really don't remember what happened with peter i want to watch the cartoon series now so so the the cartoon kind of spun it that they were this is part of their lineage and this is right. what they're doing now exactly yeah. see so that that is a little bit of a turn from the ghostbusters 84 movie then or whatever the original intent for winston zeddemore was because I remembered from the documentary that Dan... Okay, so Dan Aykroyd's vision for Winston... So, mm-hmm. so Winston was supposed to appear like on page 28 of the script. He did appear on page 28 of the script. Mm-hmm. But then <laughs> through the filming process, he got pushed and pushed and pushed. And his smart, 
this part got smaller and smaller. But um, that one of the original ideas was the Ghostbusters through the lens or through the eyes of a layperson. So basically, a normal average dude, Winston, mm-hmm. who sees all this paranormal shit, these three scientists doing this thing. So. So he was like this guy off the street, kind of like they, you know, you you see him, he's got the newspaper and he looks up and he goes in, they hire him. So, but in the cartoon though, it sounds like they're spinning it to where he had a history. He's not just a guy off the street. Right, exactly. Well, it sounds like it's like, this is what they're called to do. Right, Right, exactly. They just happen to be. I hope he's in the new movie. Yeah, or they pay him some kind of tribute, right? I hope so. Yeah. I mean, he was in the 2016, but like... (laughs) Way, way, way at the end of the movie, like oh yeah, he was in that movie. He's like he he's the he's the uncle to the girl. To, oh, it, so it's his hearse. It's his hearse. <laughs> yeah. He owns he owns a uh, funeral home, oh, and he's cool. Right. Yeah, and he's like, hey, I'm here. I'm here to pick. Where, where, where he goes, well, I told you, uncle. He went to the other side. And, you know, he's like. And 2016 ends with Zool, right? In the refrigerator or am i I making that up okay no they they, that was the extended version and then the extended version they did that like he they're there but the thing is the refrigerator's in the in the firehouse Hmm. so you get the close-up you walk into the firehouse you go then you open it up and and all that i was like oh yeah they were trying to build it up to a sequel yeah yeah there's a lot that you see because it's like everybody made their appearance in that movie. Even Slimer made an appearance in that movie. Oh, did he? Yeah, he, he, ever, he actually had a female Slimer in the movie, too. I do oh, think uh, it was cool that they had the ghost from the emblem as a character in the movie. I thought oh, was- yeah, right. They sure did. Did they have a name? Oh. Because it was, it was cool to finally see that ghost in motion. You know? Man, I do not remember. Because he was a giant in the movie, I believe, wasn't he? Like, wasn't he the size of a building or something? He was walking. He's the one who, like, summoned the ghost to attack the girls. He had a I, name. He had a name. I know he had a name. I just don't remember what he said. But he was, like, calling out to them, like, kill and go. And, cool. uh, and that's when the girls did the little fight scene. Mm. So uh, we're approaching about two hours, and the cameras are running out of juice. So we're going to have to call Plug it up. quits. No. <laughs> no, it's just that that no, one... No, no, I get you. One man. of the cameras actually died on me. Not died on me, but like it cut off. Mm. So um, I think we lost footage, but we'll I'll figure it out. It'll be fine. I got enough cameras to cover. Okay. So I got the wide shot. At the very least, we'll, we'll use the wide shot. But the wide shot's running out of battery too. So cool. we're going to have to call it quits, guys. That's fine. Um, but... So, before we go, is there anything you want to plug before we uh, take off, uh, Rick? No, just uh, the Michael Myers movie. Should I throw that out there again? Yes, throw it out. Throw it out. Uh, Michael Myers, Absolute Evil, Halloween fan film that I made in 2015, 2016. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, It's it's a fan film made in the style of a documentary that treats Halloweens 1 through 8 as if they were real events. And so... And... It ends with original material, found footage stuff from Haddonfield Memorial. Ooh, it's great. Love yeah, it. It's great. Love if it. you guys haven't seen that yet, you should check it out. It's on YouTube and it's for free, right? It's all free. Yeah, it's awesome. I uh, and uh, cousin Primo. I got nothing. You you got you got your uh, your Instagram, man. I go on my Instagram. Yeah, but you gotta start you, putting shit on your Instagram. You, you need you need to you need to do it because I can't. 
I can never talk like it's that. It's cousin primo. No, it's cousin underscore. No, it's the real. There you go. I was about to say the real. I know I put the, the real, real in there somewhere. Underscore cousin primo underscore. on Instagram. That's my cousin primo. You can go there and check him out there. Uh, holler, uh, haunt him. Uh, do all that stuff. Give him the evil eye. Just Maybe. don't stalk me. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not that popular yeah. yet, but I'll get yeah. there. Give him the evil eye. <laughs> Give him an egg washing and do all that to him. <laughs> and I am Edgar Otraves. Uh, as you always know, you could find me on Instagram under the name Edgar Otraves. And you can find the show under the flow roll. And uh, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Rick, for uh, coming to the show today and talking Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Very, very awesome, man. Uh, and uh, thanks, cousin Primo. And thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. Primo's out. <laughs> Later. All right. The music you're listening to is titled Forward Thoughts, and that's by 91 Nova. You can find that over at Epidemic Sound. Make sure you use my referral link. Make sure you use my referral link in the description so that they know that I sent you. Man, I had so much fun. I had so much fun talking about Ghostbusters on this one, man. And these two guys, they're such, you know, Cousin Primo and Rick Gavel, they're good subject matter experts. I mean, they really know they're Ghostbusters. They really, really know their Ghostbusters. So anyway, uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I hope you did too. Now, if you like what you heard and you want some more, make sure you go to our website, theflowroadpodcast.com. And if you like this nonsense, you can find us at Instagram under the name The Floral. You can find my special guest, Rick Gavel, on Facebook. He's got a Facebook page called Michael Myers Absolute Evil. He also has a YouTube channel, Ad Nauseum 11. Don't worry, I'll put all the links in the description so you can find them. And make sure you follow me on Instagram, Traves. And also, don't you forget to follow the amazing cousin primo on instagram under the name the underscore real underscore cousin primo like subscribe comment and share this show wherever you listen to your podcast make sure you press all the buttons all of them that make the podcast gods happy thank you so much for listening you guys behave yourselves latest